0: Good, good morning. <laughs> good morning, everybody. We're whispering right before we started recording, so I started to whisper, but now I look like a doucher because Kyle's
1: like, good morning, everybody. He's got this cool mo- good morning voice. Good morning. Welcome. Today is Saturday, October 9th, and welcome to Kyle and the Conversation. Joining me as always, Mr. Lemmon. <laughs> good, good morning, Mr. That, Kyle Crosby. Get that morning phlegm, hey, man. Hey, man, hey, 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 man, hey.
0: Got that stuff going on? How's the allergies holding good. up these days? I think they're. They, I think they're. are you I think still we're taking past the, it. the shit. Are you? Now. So can you walk outside now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's all. Cool? I mowed
1: the other day. I'm solid. You mowed. Windows in the house have been open for like a week and a half. Two nice, weeks. We're bro. Good. We're good.
0: Nice. That's gotta feel so good. So what is it?
1: I, I We made it through September. So I mean, there's like what, probably five, six weeks of heavy, uh, shit. That's and a the,
0: lot of weeks, though.
1: Yeah, maybe it was a few less. It's at least a month. Did
0: you ever get that behind the counter good old no, heavy man. duty shit? No. No.
1: I just fucking started doing a that nose the neti pot. The neti pot.
0: Yeah, we talked about your snot yeah. pot.
1: The snot pot. That worked well. I actually
0: <laughs> Yeah. I've so. I've I've heard stories. I've never done it. You ever done an ear candle? No.
1: Is that supposed to get all the wax out?
0: Yeah, it gets spo- <laughs> supposed to be amazing.
1: It's just Is okay, so is wax in the ear beneficial?
0: i think to a degree it is okay but like you're not supposed to have a whole shit ton of it in there right so like when i was uh, um a young man in my in my late teens early 20s and my ex-wife and her family they did their ear candles and all that shit and, and uh and they always thought it was so funny someone had never done an ear candle they got to do an ear candle on them and i'm like what well, fucking do an ear candle and they're like it's so cool You know, it's like you put it in there and the heat draws the wax out of your ear and it's better. You can hear better and all these things. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) And so then they, they do the paper plate. Yeah. They've cut the hole through it and they put the ear candle in your ear and they light the other end on fire. And that slow burn heat draws the wax out, right? Well, then it's supposed to be fun to like take a pair of scissors and cut open what's left of the ear candle before it burns the side of your head. And look at all the shit that came out of your head. is disgusting. Yeah. Like, I want nothing to do with that part. You know, so... I don't think I've done an ear candle since. (laughs) I don't know if I I want to say it scarred me, but...
1: I mean, could you hear better?
0: I think so. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I'm sure there's some beneficial benefits of it. Beneficial benefits.
1: Yeah. Weird stuff like that. It's like, is there... There's a benefit, but is there a drawback? And then what's the balance? I don't know.
0: Right. Right. It's like... I know... So you actually... Okay. Yeah, I'm trying ahead. to
1: remember. I've never done one. Uh-huh. In fact, I don't think I've ever watched maybe like in a fast time-lapse motion an ear candle burn, but like it's an actual candle. It looks
0: like a candle. It's hollow. Okay. So it's like a... Oh, It's a so wax tube. It, gotcha. that comes down to a point. The point goes through a piece of paper plate... And into your ear. And why and does you it sit it go this through a paper plate? Just be, so the wax doesn't fall on your yeah, face. Yeah, so the wax doesn't fall on your face and burn your head. Okay. And then you sit on, you like lay on your side and you hold the candle in your ear
1: while it's burning. And how long does this process take?
0: It takes a little while. Yeah, that's what I, I feel like. It's like a few It's it's more than a few minutes, I think, for the candle to burn down. It's hollow, so it doesn't burn slow like a yeah, candle candle. Yeah. But it still takes a little while. Huh. Yeah, it's it's and you can hear it. There's like a noise that makes like the the drawing of the stuff out of your ear, because it heats it yeah. and like liquefies it and then pulls it and sucks it into this tube. Weird. It's odd. It's odd. But I'm sure there's it's intriguing. I'm sure there's benefits to it. Yeah. I'm sure.
1: I kind of want to do it, but I kind of don't.
0: Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to do an ear candle night with you.
1: No, that's okay. <laughs>
0: bet you get Sam to do it for you if you really wanted to.
1: Yeah, she likes that kind of, like, gross. Does she? Like, oh, look at this. What came out of your pimple?
0: Oh, fucking gross. You ever seen those pimple pop video things? Yes. Oh, my God. What the fuck is wrong with people? (laughs) Why do people... It might be a health condition. I don't know. No, I don't mean, like, the actual (laughs) person with the pimple. I'm not that big of an asshole. I mean, the people that like watching that shit.
1: Yeah, that's pretty disgusting.
0: I mean... Fine, I watched the botfly stuff. So uh, I watched
1: it once and then I tried to warn everyone not to look it up. And if you looked it up still, that's your own fault.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty crazy. The it that's crazy because it's like it's like a like I don't know, this weird bug of nature infesting a, a living being. Like there's something kind of sci fi about it. But just popping a gross fucking pimple is like Yeah. I don't know. What is know.
1: like what is the inside of a pimple? Like that pussy stuff. What is it?
0: I think it's just pus. It's like confection. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like your body's fighting something.
0: God. I had yogurt for breakfast, bro. I don't oh, know dude. I want this conversation. Let's let's take a hard right. <laughs> let's take a hard right. Yo. Yo. What's up? What's up, bro?
1: <laughs> Did you hear Okay here I Lay heard it on this. me. NASA. We're getting into some Armageddon shit. What? NASA is going to launch a rocket at an asteroid. What? Yep.
0: We are not.
1: Yes, we are. When? November 20-somethingth. That's when it's scheduled to do it. It's It's a test. It's a test. But apparently there are two asteroids that are, like, circling the moon or something like that. And we want to see if we can redirect their route. So we're going to launch a rocket. That's edit.
0: the dumbest fucking
1: thing. This is how Armageddon movies start. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I, when I heard that, that's what I was thinking is, what if it goes wrong, Right, bro? yeah.
0: See if we can redirect it towards the earth, because maybe? Because
1: the big one, there's two of them. There's a big one and there's one that's circling the big one. The big one is like a half mile wide across. Holy shit. So what if it fucking, yeah, breaks apart and comes at us?
0: Yeah, what if there's some kind of fucking gravitational draw and it fucks our shit up?
1: Yeah. So it's, Why the fuck you'll are you going to do that? I think you'll hear more on it when it gets closer, but it's like the first time that humanity is trying to change the direction of a planetarial object.
0: You said that really well.
1: That's because I just listened to it and that's what they said.
0: <laughs> wow. Really? That's some crazy shit. Yeah, Yeah. but
1: your first reaction is the same as mine. Yeah. Because when I heard it, I was like, what if this goes wrong?
0: It's the the beginning of every bad movie. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, we have all the good intentions in the world. They they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Well, and they
1: even said, they're like, well, they're just arming it so if we ever need it. But they don't foresee us ever needing it for at least 100 years. Then push that shit off for 95 years. (laughs) Well okay 90 years
0: (laughs) maybe 90 years it's like if if there's an imminent impact coming in 10 years and we've got the technology set aside it's like it's like the you can do some tests you know break in case of glass or break glass in case (laughs) case of of, emergency like 10 years ahead of time then try it on them fucking rocks around the moon you know but like
1: why now yeah, if it, if it's a problem in a hundred years, who knows what technology be in a hundred years? We'll have fucking laser beams,
0: right? We what we do have laser beams, but I don't know if we have space <laughs> space laser beams. Does well, you see we will new, in a hundred years. The new space force uniforms came out. Can you believe the fucking space force is really a thing still?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> like like what the fuck?
1: They came out with new uniforms? Yeah, they came out with new I'm uniforms. I'm going to
0: look it up. It's the dumbest looking uniform you ever saw in your life. Dude,
1: don't disparage Space Force.
0: <laughs> it's it's like I would rather disparage Space Force than uh Space Balls.
1: Dude, Space Balls is an amazing movie. I
0: know it's an amazing movie. That's why I'm saying
1: that. Yeah. All right, Space Force unis. Oh yeah, those are pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad, but they're not great. The pants are so big. They're like baggy and
0: blue. Yeah. How does it look like Space Force? That's what I want to know. Like Space Force uniforms should like be super like, like out of a fucking movie or something. You just want
1: fucking Star Trek uniforms.
0: Well, I don't know. Something better than this shit. I don't know. They're just like, yeah, they ought to be something like out of a movie. I don't think they ought to be like that. Mm. I don't like the buttons on them. They should, nobody consulted me. Because <laughs> you have an opinion. <laughs> I, I do have an opinion. Nobody, I'm sure nobody else has any opinions on them.
1: Everyone has opinions.
0: Are they like anti-flammable?
1: Probably. They have like secret oxygen tanks in them? They probably like fucking James seal ship? around your wrists and your neck and your leg cuffs and that's what
0: i'm saying they like, okay if there's some james bond shit in there that then it's a, I, i'll give it a pass because it's ugly for a reason but if it's not
1: how much money do you think they spent on a fucking uniform
0: oh millions i bet i bet
1: like and it's literally just cloth like,
0: r d yeah designing meetings you know how many fucking meetings they probably had zoom calls how many you had to find a, a fucking tailor that would make them that won't tell yeah. anybody about anything it's signed to the sworn secrecy oath.
1: It's it's cold in space, right? I, they should have just gave them like those waffle weave Henleys just be like, and put Space Force across the well,
0: chest. Well, so here's the thing. Like this is the, <laughs> I don't think they wear this shit in space. <laughs> I think they wear this shit on the ground so people know they're part of Space Force and not like the Navy or the Army or some shit.
1: That's still a better option. In fact, you can put it down the arm Like our
0: one sweatshirt The waffle
1: weave Yeah, just on the waffle weave Just put Space Force
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying like, Boom
1: That's professional yeah, enough I bet
0: you spent a lot of money I bet it's
1: millions Do you? Maybe it's just in my world I feel like the professional setting Is getting more casual And that's okay by everyone And I don't know if that was because of COVID Um, There's a couple events I've been to Where it's be- people are still, you know suit and tie and stuff like that but otherwise it's like a nice pullover is okay pullover hoodie no no hoodie just like a quarter zip
0: oh like a jacket is that your belly over there that was a little grumble yeah Yeah. sorry thinking about that fucking ear (laughs) candle and zits no okay i know what you mean like a pullover like a nice pullover sweater
1: not a, sw- it's not a sweater. It's, it's like a, a, it's an athletic zippy or oh yeah, quarter yeah. zip.
0: Yeah, like a spider or something like that. It's, it's good quality. Yeah, you know. I think that I, I, think it is. I think people are definitely getting more relaxed. People are giving less fucks. Yeah, you know, they're like, I want to be comfortable. You know, and it's like here I am in this fucking suit and tie, but the only reason I put it on is because everybody else thinks they're supposed to be wearing one. Yeah, so <laughs> lucky I'm not wearing my sweatpants, like. <laughs> Okay. Did you do much Zoom meetings? Yeah, I did okay. a shit ton. Did you ever wear like the button-down shirt, but like just a pair of shorts underneath? No. Did you ever have to dress up in a Zoom meeting? Nope. So what'd you wear? T-shirts? What'd you wear? Like, did you? No, like, were I, you like focused on how you were presented? Like, what was a
1: what was the mindset? Um, like, I didn't wear a hat. Okay. Uh, but no, I was it was pretty cash in in all of them. If there was like an one that I wanted to not look. Like I just roll out of bed, I might put on a polo or something like that.
0: Okay, because I, I imagine in the Zoom meetings of today, and all of last year, there were a lot of people wearing button down shirts with like nothing on, no, no pants yeah, for sure. Maybe maybe like shorts, but yep. like no like fancy pants. Yeah, right I now. was
1: see, and that's why I, that's why I wondered if the maybe it's just my what I'm involved in, but it's like I've never wore a button down on a Zoom, never not once.
0: Hmm. Why though?
1: Why would I wear a button up on a fucking Zoom call?
0: Well, I I guess it's like you're you're putting forth and like so. Let's say you're doing a sales pitch, or you want to like you want to look the part. Mm -hmm. You know, so if like you're if you're, I can see why. I can see why. I guess like if you've got a really important business meeting with an important client. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna look the part.
1: Yes, but that's not my world. Right. And that's why I'm saying maybe it's just my world that's getting. Yeah, more... maybe
0: it's your world. Um,
1: yeah. And again, like I made a point not to wear a hat on Zoom calls, mm-hmm. and it, to an extent, I would look presentable. Like I said, a polo, but I it's just not. To
0: an extent, I would look presentable. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay, in my in my world of a boys and girls club, there's two there's two very different like dress codes. Oh yeah. There's like the, I got no one I got to talk to today except for kids, so I'm wearing a t-shirt and a hat. Yep. And then it's really embarrassing when like an important person walks in and you have to talk to them when you're wearing a t-shirt and a hat.
0: Is it really? Yeah.
1: I'm like, oh, I'm really underdressed to talk to you as you're in a suit, so my bad. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, maybe they're just overdressed for the conversation.
1: Yeah, that could be too.
0: I mean, they show up and you're, you're in your, fuck, this is my house. Yeah. You know, it's like you're dressed. You're dressed for your job. You know, it's like when, like uh, uh, when your president of the company comes down to look at the new corporate headquarters being built. You know, and they're talking to the foreman who's dressed in a bright orange shirt and all that shit. Right. That's I true. Mean, you're dressed for you're dressed for your position where you're at right now. You know, and if they can't understand that, then fuck them.
1: Yeah, I think my position, I should probably dress better. Why <laughs> I don't know. I think that you relate to the kids really well here Technically Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with that Technically my job is beyond that At this point
0: Yeah, technically
1: technically. Well, that's
0: what makes you so fucking good at it Is you're just real You're real, real, dog Don't touch me
1: (laughs) I'm real, but
0: don't touch (laughs) me I'm real, don't touch me Say nothing about my sweatpants
1: I don't oh. know what the fuck we're talking about this morning.
0: Neither do I. That's that's what it's all about, though. Um, so, oh, fuck. <laughs> I had a thing, mm-hmm. and it was dialed up like 20 minutes ago.
1: Oh, bro. I know. 20 minutes ago.
0: But we were on a good roll, but then I lost it.
1: We've only been recording for 16. <laughs> Okay, it was
0: like 15 minutes ago. Then. It was the conversation before this. It was a conversation before this. It was dialed up and it was, oh. Nope, that's not it. Oh, bro. <laughs> what, what was that one? What was that one? Huh? What was the maybe? No. That one was just kind of dumb. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, their day, I was thinking about some of our stupid conversations we've had about mostly like pissing and pooping and stuff like that. And <laughs> so I, I like to be efficient, right? I'm i I'm an efficient guy. Okay. So, uh, their day, day time to go to bed, go to bed. I got one of those nice, uh, electric toothbrushes. Yeah. Okay. So I go get it going, you know, start brushing my teeth. And it's like, Oh, I gotta take a leak. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever take a leak while you're brushing your teeth? Yeah. Yeah. With electric one though, they're heavy. So you can't just leave it under your cheek. Right. You know, you got to one hand it. Yes. So you got to, yeah. And that's, I just didn't know if you ever had to, had to have that situation <laughs> where you is it like, is it for some reason in my mind, it's like, is this hygienic? <laughs> I got two separate
1: hands doing two separate things. So I think it's hygienic. Yeah. With a, an electric toothbrush, you have to have like your mouth relatively closed.
0: Well, it's not going <laughs> to, it's not going to spray in my face. That's <laughs> not going to get, that's. I I mentally, it's like I'm doing an unsanitary thing and a very sanitary thing at the same time.
1: But is it unsanitary? Okay, here's a here's a side conversation. <laughs> Urine is sanitary. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and keep your junk clean. So, like, I understand. I understand.
0: But it's still, it's like, are, are you going to touch your balls and then touch your toothbrush and th- at the same time? Like, would you do that? And then brush your teeth with it? Would I Even if you're junk or clean?
1: Well, I don't have to touch my balls to take a leak.
0: I, <laughs> I understand. I'm just saying. It's like you're, you're saying it's just a sanitary. It's not. It's not mm. the same. I don't think it's the same.
1: I mean, if I'm thinking about it, I'd wash my hands. Yeah. But if I'm not thinking about it, I'm sure there's been 100 times where I've taken a leak and then went to brush my teeth.
0: Right. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Do it, do it. Anyway, I just didn't know if I was the only one that does that. It's
1: all good. Yes, <laughs> I meant I used to. I used to brush my teeth in the shower before I switched to an electric toothbrush.
0: Hmm, that's kind of nice, I suppose.
1: No, that I, I was it's weird. Why is it weird? Because it's like a hot shower, and you're used to cold water, and your toothbrush. Oh yeah, you, I suppose. Then you got fucking toothpaste running down you.
0: What do you got? <laughs> no, what kind of brushing teeth do you do? You gotta go, Quick, man, I must have been in a like, hurry.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're like those little kids in the TV shows when they brush their teeth, there's fucking foam coming all out <laughs> their faces, pouring down you while you're taking a shower. Sam walks it, she's like, What the <laughs>
2: fuck?
1: Just in a hurry. Yeah. Efficiency, man. Yeah. Okay, but when you brush your teeth taking a leak, do you stand up or do you sit? Well I stand up. Oh see, I usually have to sit. Oh,
0: no, I got good aim. I did the Cheerio thing. When I was a kid, I know what's up.
1: <laughs> they make so they make like stickers you can put in your toilet, like bull's eyes. Oh, you stick it to the toilet bowl, like to the, yeah, to the back of the bowl. Oh. I think they're more for like urinals, but you can get them for the bowl.
0: I was gonna say, like you want them to aim right down the pipe. Yeah, because there's too much deviation when you're that when you're that young. Did we talk about that on here? I don't think we did. Hey, little? everybody! Kyle's got two young little little lads. Working on one of them's working on the potty training right now, right? No, he's potty trained. Lincoln, he's good to go. Was the other
1: one then? No, he's, nah, he's with- one dude.
0: He's in a well, diaper. How the hell were we talking about then? What we were talking about when we first brought it up with the Cheerios?
1: Oh, because Lincoln has started. Lincoln always has sat, um, at least on a toilet. And now he's starting. He's tall enough now where he just reaches over right. the bowl. So he's now dropping it. And he stands really, really close, basically hovering over the bowl to take Mm. a leak.
0: He's working on his aim. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So not maybe not potty training, but when you're working on that aim, right? Yeah. So when I was a kid, Mom used to drop some Cheerios inside the toilet bowl, and he'd like shoot the (laughs) Cheerios
2: so and it, weird.
0: It is, it's not weird, dude. It's so, I mean, it's like it's a competition. It's like how many Cheerios can you hit? It's not like she was like watching me shoot the Cheerios, but she's like, okay, here you go, pam, pam. And I was like, oh, chow, 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 you know? <laughs> <laughs> just like going after it. It's like uh, Star Wars or some shit. And Honestly, more men should do that now because it's just like male Kegels. It's like, phew, stop the flow. Phew, stop the flow. I'd be like telling you. That's what it's about.
1: Can you stop mid-flow? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Still can. Still got it. Yep. Yep. It's, I don't remember like when I was a, like a teenager, if I ever like was like how, if it was easier then or now, hmm. but yeah, I still got the. I got to stop the flow ability. Nice. They say that is the key to uh, longevity. Yep. But. It's the same muscle. It is. But the the thing is, it's like. I've never tried that to try to like, Ooh, stop it. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would you want to do that? Yeah. Longevity. <laughs> right. I suppose. But yeah, it's never, I guess it's never been worth it for me to, nope. to try to stop it. Admit. Cause it's like, you're like killing the best part. Right. <laughs> like, <clears throat> like, okay, well just go again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can't you just do that? Give me five. <laughs> we'll be good to go. Give me five. Yeah, maybe it's maybe seven now <laughs> in my old age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways.
1: Mm. Sam, uh, yeah. What do you got? No,
0: you, you had it. You said you were, You were, I, I totally, totally bogarted
1: your shit. I was going to say serious. Sam now has a van. There's the update for you. She got the van? Got the van.
0: How's the van running?
1: Good. It's a nice little van. It's not a little. Did you a have boat.
0: to do anything to it? No, no.
1: Well, not he had a lift in it that he had taken out. A lift, like, like a, a wheelchair lift. Really? Yeah, like in the just in the back. It, it wasn't a wheelchair lift. Um, it was a scooter lift.
0: Oh, was it the that arm thing?
1: <laughs> no, nah, this actually I think had a platform. It was my aunt's lift because again, I think we talked about this. She had she has MS, not had. She yeah. does have MS actively.
0: So did it like lift the scooter yeah. into into the van
1: just into the trunk yeah really yeah but it was all, it was all uh like aftermarket install so there's a couple mods there is there's a lift in the back so the back the third row always had to be down for the lift but it wasn't bolted in it was just ratcheted in okay um so there's not like extra holes or anything like that and then on the the pedals the, there's some pedal modification because you could only use one foot and it was her left foot. She couldn't. She just. She can't use her right foot when she mm-hmm. could drive. Um, so that, I think that was just bolted on, too. So that just had to get unbolted. Oh, okay. but you. Would, if you looked at it right now, you would never be able to tell that. Um, it was modded up. It was modded. Okay. For someone with MS, so nuts. Lincoln loves it. Does he? Yeah. What does he like about it? Because it's so big. He likes the size. He likes that he can just push a button and the door opens and he can walk right in. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it's got a TV. It's, got, it's a got a TV. It's got a DVD player. So it's got a screen. Do you use it? Yeah. It's just, yeah.
0: I remember when those things first came out, man. The DVD player in the back of the seat. Yeah, like, so it's
1: not in the back. It's on the ceiling or whatever. It's just the one center. Oh, sure. I mean, it's not that. It's 2015.
0: It's the same difference. I'm yeah. just saying. I just remember when the, when 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 they came out with TVs in the car. Yeah. You know, it's like only rich people had that. It was like. If you knew someone had a TV, and you're kind of like, "Whoa, nice!" Those people got bank. You know, it was like driving around. They could plug their video game, the Game Boy. Yeah. You know, yep. they could do all that shit to it. It was the deal. So it's got the TV. Does now? What do, does he watch?
1: Yeah, Sam's got. I don't know if it's Looney Tunes. We ha- we don't have a ton of DVDs because everything's online, right? Well, I mean, uh, let me rephrase that. We have a shit ton of DVDs, but we don't have a shit ton of kids tv dvds right Right.
0: you guys had a lot of movies before the kids right yeah right
1: um so we've got a handful of like tv series where they because it's about a half hour drive for sam to get from our house to my parents house who watch lincoln Mm -hmm. on daycare so you know you could estimate one episode of a show Mm -hmm. kind of thing so i think right now there's looney tunes in there
0: what did he do before
1: um he would tell us he was bored, he would ask if we are there yet. Mhm. Um, he would ask to watch our phones. Uh-huh. And that's it.
0: Okay. Did so. you did he do those like did you ever try to get him to do like the road games like yep. the I spy and all that Tried shit? Try to do
1: road games. He does them okay. Um He's not huge into I spy. He's in the yeah, I mean he ugh, he's 3, so he's into guess what superhero I am. I'm big strong and green. Mm, and then you have to sit <laughs> in That's awesome, though. Or we'd play we'd play the fishing game, which is where you pretend fish out the window. And oh. so you just take turns, and then you just reel, 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 and then you just tell them what you caught, and then you pretend you're, you're fighting with something. Oh.
2: <laughs> like, oh, I got it. Oh, it's I can't get it. That's in.
1: fun, man. And you're like, oh, it's just a, a, a toad. <laughs> Does he love it? Yeah, he likes those games. Yeah. So and I think Sam's good. We've only had the van for a week. Sam I think is pretty good like he doesn't get to watch it every day every time he's in there. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember if it's mornings when she's taking him he can't watch it, but when they're coming home he can. It's mm-hmm. something it's something that exists to a treat them. Yeah.
0: To treat. It's hard having kids and introducing that technology factor into their lives and like the distraction factor yeah. because like, I know, I knew when my kids were little, it's like, I know it's not good for them. Sure. It's like, it, it really doesn't benefit them other than it shuts them up or 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 it appeases them when they're bored, which really is better for me yeah, than it is anybody else. And so it's like, so am I denying my kids some imagination time to give myself a break from having to force Mm -hmm. whatever. It was always a tough struggle for me when it came to technology. And I, I was like, I was like the last bastion of, of uh, reluctance against all technology. When I was, when I was raising the kids, Um, it wasn't until actually wasn't until that my ex-wife and I went through a divorce that like, I finally caved a little, but Only because she caved. Oh, sure. (laughs) So when the kids, when my kids were little, we had like a little fucking tube TV. And it had a fucking blanket over it with a flower vase on top of it. Mm. And it came out like once on Sunday and we'd watch a movie. And that was it. Like all week long, motherfucker. You didn't even see it. Yeah. You know, didn't have laptops. We didn't have any of that shit. And then, uh, um, and I fucking loved it, you know, because <clears throat> when my kids woke up in the morning, they didn't ask for it. Mm-hmm. You know what they asked? Can I go outside? That's what they asked. It's like fuck yeah, go outside. They would go dig in the dirt and shoot each other with stick guns and you know sword fight and climb trees and get bruises and shit and like, I loved that so much, mm-hmm. you know. And obviously, as they get older, that kind of changes and, you know, all of that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it wasn't until, um, yeah, I think that my second house, when my kids were growing up after my divorce, the first house I lived in after my divorce with my second house, I didn't even buy a TV. I just had a laptop. And then I bought a laptop that had a big enough screen because I knew I needed a computer, but I bought it so then we could watch Shows on mm, it, yeah. on on, you know, one or two nights a week. Um, and then, uh, uh, I want to say, yeah, one of my kids got a PlayStation, like a PlayStation 3 or something. And after that, it was like,
1: like. Over.
0: Well, yeah, because what would happen is like, they would want to, they would be at my house and they'd be like, can we go to mom's? Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Can't win. some fucking bullshit right there. Because then it's like, then you're, you're not, you, then it's like a battle. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden it's like, it's like you're, you're battling for their attention. You know, it's like you just. Like all you want is time with them. Especially after a divorce when you only get half time as a Right. Is. Right. You know, and it's like, all you want is time. And then it's like. You don't like,
1: want that time to be them sitting in front of a TV playing a video game.
0: No. But, but then it's like, if you don't. If you don't like give in a little bit to some of that, then they're not going to want to be there, right? Because they got that thing someplace else, and that's and they're like little crackheads yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to it. Is what it's like, and so it's like, uh, so all of a sudden it's like you're making compromises, like on, uh, you know, your time and their time, and 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 so it was, yeah, it was it was it was a, uh, uh, it's tricky it was tricky and then you know
1: it's tricky yeah it was tricky
0: It (laughs) was tricky no it's all good it's all good no it was (laughs) it was just it was a tricky time because because then after that it's like it's like oh fine we'll get a we'll get a nintendo wii right because then you're busy right you're doing shit you know you're playing together it's not like one of those ones where you get lost into the world so you're bowling and playing tennis and shit like that and that was fun we had a good time with that um Kids liked it, you know, they fought over it, who got the play and how much time they got and all that shit. And it's it's weird with that kind of stuff. It's like you know, a technology, as as parents, as it comes on, you gotta like set time limits. Right. You know? And and you gotta like say you can only have it for this long. And then it's like a debate, and then you gotta go back and forth and yep. you negotiate like a hostage negotiation <laughs> over like how much time they get with their <clears throat> fucking machine. And then and then it's like it used to be this is the old man of me it's like you know you gotta be in by eight o'clock it's like come on eight thirty please that was the old negotiation right you know it was like, like how he, long can I stay out right how long could I stay out and it's like you know um I guess maybe the old negotiation comes back around when they get to be teenagers though
1: yeah probably you
0: know because like my kids were it's like it's like can I you know we're gonna go to the homecoming dance and then yep. we want to go to my friend's house afterwards and I'm like all right well you need to be home by 1030. And they're like, oh, could, could, how about, please, midnight? And I'm like, no, no. Fuck no. No. Okay, I'll give you 11. And I was going to give them 11 anyway, but you got to start yeah. at 1030. Oh, yeah, cause this is it's a negotiation It's a negotiation. Yeah. That was always like my kids' thing. I'm like, listen, for a teenager, nothing good ever happens after 11 o'clock at night. Generally. Like, like, anything that happens after 11 o'clock as a teenager you it's like it's not when the good shit happens no you know it's just not and as an adult it's usually about 1 a.m anything after 1 a.m like you don't want (laughs) you really don't like that's the shit you wish you could take back you know it's like you're you're already too far down the road at 1 a.m to be fucking thinking straight yeah you know but like they don't know that shit they don't they don't believe me what about you what do you think
1: yeah so we it's i agree it's Obviously, more difficult in practice. Sam and I used to always have, before kids, like, the TV on just in the background. Mm. Like, she has the DVDs of Friends, and they're, like, worn out because they just play on repeat. Oh, Even though you only sit down and watch one episode in, like, a six-hour span. Like, on a Saturday, Mm -hmm. like, instead of putting on, you know, ABC or cartoons or something you throw in the dvd and it just plays and then you go on with your day and it literally just goes on in the background and i know that's a maybe a weird stance but that's just kind of where we were at and so it's it, our tv with the boys is off but then like if they're home all day it kind of gets it t- gets turned on and then we'll put something on and to the boys credit they'll watch it for like five minutes and then they'll go play and it'll just stand in the background mm-hmm. and then they'll play for like an hour and a half and then they'll come back and they'll watch or see something on it and they'll watch it for like another five minutes and then they'll take what they just watched and then they'll go play.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. So I think there's something to be said with, cause I've heard, I've heard people say that doing the similar thing where it's like, just give it to them all the time as much as they could ever want of it. And it doesn't become like this thing that they have to covet. Yeah. You know, and, and it makes sense. Like, uh, on the psychological aspect. It does make sense to me.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it works or not. It's just it's by virtue and, and the other thing is my mom does the same thing. And so that's probably why Sam and I did it cuz I started doing it because my mom does that. Mm-hmm. Like their TVs on all the time. Even when they leave for their dog. Yeah. And their dog is home oh, alone, the TV's on.
0: There I think there are so many people that It leave just turns TV into ba- it just turns
1: into background noise, yeah. right? And so at my parents' house, who watch my kids it's the same thing. It just turns into a background thing. Mm-hmm. Even if they go out inside and play, like the show is just running. Yeah. Um, and so it's hard to have that at one place and not the other because, as you mentioned with your ex wife, then it's going to turn into well, I can do this at Mimi's house. Yeah. Like, can you just put it on? Like, what are you going to do? And like, I don't. Know, I'm going to go play monster trucks. Then why do you want it on? Because I want it on. Can we yeah. I'll, I'll go play monster it makes trucks? Makes me feel better. Yeah,
0: it's like it's like a it's like a uh, like a security blanket kind of thing. It's just there's something about it. that's comforting. Yeah, you know, having that background noise, having the TV on. I get it. You know how many clients I have? I'll go to their house and work, and they'll leave for work, and they'll leave the TV on for oh, the yeah. dogs and cats all day.
1: Isn't that what you're supposed <laughs> not supposed to? Isn't that what people do in hotel rooms? What? Yeah, to be like yeah oh, yeah, make them think someone's here, so leave the TV on.
0: I've never heard of that before. So like, so like if like the cleaner comes not to steal your shit, that what you mean? Like, so if someone doesn't come in and steal your shit, you leave the TV on. Yeah. I don't know. That's, 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 yes,
1: that's the impression I got when we were staying at this hotel.
0: Huh? Leave it on. Yeah. Never done it. Never even thought about it.
1: No. If you don't want someone to come in, just put a do not disturb.
0: Yeah. Just leave, leave
1: my, they make a fucking sign for it. Yeah, exactly. And they make a sign, to invite someone to come in. Please clean. <laughs> yeah, I think that's more clear. But the TV—I mean,
0: like, I could see how someone could be like mentally. Oh, just leave the TV on. They'll think somebody's here. It's kind of to, like-
1: to be very fair. The person I was rooming with was at the time a police chief and now an ex police chief. Oh, so so there's maybe there's there's, some, there's
0: something to be said there.
1: Maybe he had some previous history. I, I
0: don't um, think it's like a terrible idea. And it's not your power you're wasting. So <laughs> leave it on, you know. It's like it's like when people go on vacation and they have their lights set on timers. Yep. You know, it's like the lights come on, it makes it look like somebody's home. You know? I
1: get that one.
0: Yeah. It's like it, it it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. You know, but it's it's kind of fucking crazy that you gotta think about it though. It's like that's to prevent someone from burglarizing your house at a hotel, it's to prevent someone who works there from going yeah, into your room know. and stealing your shit. Who else is gonna do it? No one else has access. Right. It's like it's fucking locked. And I in would, a hotel, I would, no one's gonna break down a hotel door.
1: No. With those with electronic key codes like that. I have to imagine it's so easy if someone had the right thing to just fucking be have access to any room. Like if you're a legitimate thief, thief I have like you probably just walk up to the thing and just put a fucking any card in and just beep beep beep
0: done I'm sure I'm sure like there's the technology is like I, I can see it now it's a card with a little a little uh
1: plug-in in the back of it yep. and some wires so, so coming up,
0: into a box
1: yep just has a little handheld unit
0: yeah beep 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 you know you go in you, you it's pretty ballsy though at a hotel I mean unless you're like unless you're doing some reconnaissance and you're like watching to see if people leave or come and go yeah.
1: Like maybe, you, maybe I've just been watching way too many movies. Yeah,
0: like you're watching some Mission Impossible shit. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I mean, they got those fucking card reader things that they slip over original card readers at gas stations. Yep. You know, and they'll steal well, the
1: information. Got, they got fucking shit that they can just walk up behind you and get relatively close to your wallet if it has oh, a yeah, chip or a chip, the RFD, whatever the tap RFID, thing is. Yeah. Yeah. And they can just fucking scan your number. Yeah. Also, um, I was reading; it's not common for unattractive vehicles like a fucking minivan or a Honda Ridgeline, but with the new keyless entry, like where mm-hmm. you don't have to, where it's just like you know push button starts, or whatever. Yeah, people will walk around with uh, it's like a big fucking scanner thing, and they'll get the frequency of that key so that they can steal your steal your car, steal your car without needing the key.
0: Yeah, just because you don't need a key to get in. You just need right. a signal. Right. It's Bluetooth, right? Or something like that. I don't know that. what
1: the technology is, but yeah. It's, it's, it's like got
0: to be Bluetooth. Something to that
1: extent, yeah. You, yeah. Some radio frequency, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because yours
0: has got the thing where you put your hand behind the handle and it opens, right? It if the
1: key's in proximity, yeah.
0: Yeah. Fucking technology, man. Yeah, it's great, but is it great? Well... It'll be, it you'll, you'll see how great it is once we get a, a social credit score like China.
1: Do they implement that? Is yeah, that a thing? that's a
0: thing. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I think man. you mentioned
1: this once, and I think I mentioned this at the same time. You ever watch the show, uh, Black Mirror? Yeah. And they have that one with the, sh- the social score or whatever? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's happening. That's it's, so it's, fucked up. It's already happening here. It's just not an actual score
1: no it's a politically correct yeah it's you like check the boxes
0: mm-hmm, yeah but people i will say the people that fucking think that way though they're kind of fucked like sure. at, at the end of the day like people want people that are real and that's not fucking real you know it's like people make mistakes and people fuck up and you know it's like i don't know it's funny how if you're a fucking billionaire, you can make all the mistakes in the world you ever want, but you still offer, like like you had said so many times and so well, if you offer somebody something that they need, you can fuck up as much as you want, mm-hmm. you know, so long as you still have something to offer. But as long as you're no longer well, useful, we, useful, then, then you're ostracized. I'm watching that uh, uh, The Morning Show on um, HBO Max. It's
1: like Jen Aniston.
0: It is. It's it's kind of based on the Matt Lauer thing.
1: I'm Did, not familiar.
0: Matt Lauer, he got the, with the Me Too movement. Okay. You remember that? No. Nope. No, he was one of the one of the big names of guys that were um they got busted for being a fucking douchey dude. Okay. You know, he was having <laughs> he was having sex with a bunch of people he worked with and using using sexual favors to like uh um like move people up the ladder oh, and sure. shit like that, you know, and so he got busted pretty bad with it. And so they they got the show that's loosely based on that, I believe. Um it's got Steve Carell, Jen Aniston, um this other woman is a really good actor, but I Reese Witherspoon, that's who it is. Um there's some really, really good actors in it. Um but uh uh there was uh Steve Carell's character mm-hmm. Um he's got millions and millions and millions of dollars, and he uh uh he got caught and he got in trouble and like he he's no longer useful, you know, so like everybody that ever knew him just like forgot about him, you know because it wasn't good to be seen with the guy that did these things mm-hmm. you know, but it's like. What it, the question that brought up for me is, it's like, where do you find room for, for like, uh, um, forgiveness? Where do you find room for growth? Where do you find room for like, yes, I fucked up. I need to, uh, I need to pay my dues and I need to get my shit straight, but like my life isn't over because I fucked up. You know, it's like, where, where does the line draw? Obviously like fucking like murder. Does is that where the line draws where you can, you can fuck up and then not come back from it? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, and it is a pretty good snapshot into this guy in the, in the show anyway, where at first when he fucked up, he was real combative about it. And he's just like, ah, oh, whatever. You know, everybody fucking does. This. It's not a big deal, you know. Fuck, you did it and you did it. And he's pointing fingers and all this shit. And he's like, "What's your big fucking problem?" Everybody does this. It's the industry. We know how this works. And then after a little while, and it got, it kept getting hammered home to him that he was really a piece of shit. Yeah, you know. And then he, and like now he's like starting to show like remorse and understanding. And when people want to talk to him about how how wrong it was that he got ostracized, he's like, uh eh. I really fucked up. Right. You know, right. it's like, it, it's, it's like, uh, um, I don't know. What's the statute of limitations on fucking up? You know, if it's a big fuck up, like is, is, is there statute of limitations? Like do P is it you know, nowadays with the fucking media and shit, it's a new story every week. So it's like famous people fuck up. And it's like two weeks later they can, what's Morgan Wallen. He's back on the radio and selling concert tickets and all that shit.
1: Yeah. But he didn't, His fuck up wasn't rape or, you know what I mean? Uh, Again, there's no severity. I don't know what the, like, there's certain things where you're like, eh. Even if you repent, do your time, like, it's hard to see someone differently. I will use rape. Yeah. If you know somebody raped somebody, are you ever going to look at that person the same? It's going to, it would take an awful lot. And it's going to be a long time.
0: It's going to take a long fucking time. Take a long fucking time for sure. So what happens then? Should that person. I don't know. Should that person be in, in prison for that long period of time for 40, 50, 60 years until they get out? And then, and then like, and then maybe they can have another shot, you know? It's like. It, it's it's weird, um, like because what we're really talking about is like the human condition, and like how we handle people doing things that we don't like and agree with, you know, things that we deem as wrong. Which I'm not saying they're not wrong. I'm just saying in in a greater scheme of things, it's like it's like okay, so this is this is one of the Major fucking things that we don't ever do. Nobody does. It's a crime against humanity, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like, okay, so, like, right now, they're prosecuting in Germany a hundred-year-old man who is a Nazi concentration camp guard. Okay. They found him. They're prosecuting him. He's a hundred years old. He's walking into the courtroom with this fucking walker, and he can barely move. And he's sitting down to go on trial for what he did um, back in World War II. You know, and it's like, what he did in World War II was the most fucked up thing in the world. You know, nothing more fucked up than being a prison guard at a Nazi concentration camp. But he's 100, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's like... Is it, is it, is it right to try a hundred year old man who's like basically going to be dead in the next six months?
1: I think in that case, it's probably okay to understand his mentality, see what he all did. But at the end of the day, I was going to, I wouldn't put him in prison. He's a hundred, like you said.
0: Right. But then like, but then like, what about the, the people who suffered because of him? They're, they're gone. You know, so should he? Should he spend the rest of his days at least suffering?
1: You know, yeah, I, I don't know. It depends on how the trial went. Like, I would like to think. And okay, here is the the guy who thinks that there is humanity left in people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, hundred years old, so that made him the forties. What twenty year old?
0: Mm-hmm, probably
1: 20 year old pr- kid Nazi Germany probably trying not to die this is me speculating Okay, yeah, no, yeah. giving the, someone the benefit of the doubt without knowing a story if I was in that shoe I would assume he's 20 year old kid doing what he has to do to survive himself they are probably horrific things then I would assume after the war when he, I would hope there would have been a point where he realized that that was wrong Mm-hmm. And then that he just spent the next sixty years in his own head, you know what I mean? Yep. Contemplating his life choices and regretting them. Mm-hmm. And then I would assume that that sixty years in his head, if that was the mentality, so is that's suffering what, enough.
0: What you're saying is what a what a kind of shakes out to be is like where his head's at. Yeah. So like if he's, like if he, if if he, he he's came in and said
1: fuck yeah I did it. They deserved it. I'd oh, do it fuck again. Fuck you. Yeah. Then that that's an absolute fuck you.
0: Yep. Then that guy's gonna spend his last six months of his life in prison. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent agree. And that's what I was gonna say. The exact same thing. You're. I feel the same way. It's like okay, so in that situation, let's put myself in that person's shoes, where you're in your you're in your twenties, and. You're a German and you fit the bill to be a prison guard at one of these fucking terrible places. I mean, it's like, yeah. What was
1: he faced with? What choice was he
0: faced with at
1: that? That's what I'm, that's what I'm, like, if you're, if you're a German and you're 20, what what are your choices? You, you join the military or you get killed yourself like right. i don't i don't know what the choices were yeah i don't i'm either. assuming those were the choices
0: I, I i bet you the choices weren't very there, there weren't very many of them yeah and it was like you're gonna do this or, or you're gonna be or you're gonna join them yeah yeah that's so in that situation or it's like or your family's gonna join them yeah you know or your your fucking best friend and your neighbors are gonna join them it's like they didn't fucking care I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't don't know that part of history that well enough to to say what it was and what their choices were, but I can say that if you're a fucking, if you're basically a kid and you've got to make a decision based on possibly life or death, it's like, yeah, that's like an impossible place to be in. Mm -hmm. And yes, you did some fucking terrible things. So you need to pay for those things in some way you need to repent or regret or take the time whatever it takes but I would hope like you said after so much time it's like man that was just fucking wrong and if I'm really bad I've, I'm really sorry about all the things I did you know it's like I should have never done those things I was in an impossible position and I've lived it with this my entire life yeah and it's wrecked me you know it's right. like okay you can live your last six months of life in your little house and
1: yeah, you're still gonna be wrecked. Yeah, you're right.
0: still fucking wrecked. So. Yeah, so it's
1: just it depends on his the, the, the guy's mindset. I, I have no problem like having him come in and like being asked questions or yeah, a trial maybe I, I guess a trial's the official term, but it's it's more like I just wanna hear a story and where he's at.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, how do they, how do they, how do they look at that?
1: Right. What's, like a trial. What's the trial is, look like a is trial. They, like, is just a pr- is so accusatory, and and if he's that's the job. No, I, I know that, but I'm like, again, it just comes down to what the end goal is. Is the end goal to put him away for the rest of his life? Then it would.
0: I think the end goal is to prosecute every single still living Nazi that's on the face of the earth. Okay. I think that's the end goal.
1: Then prosecute away and then if the mindset was i've lived with this for the last 60 years and i hate myself for it and i can barely talk and walk then you're found guilty go finish out your days sitting in your home
0: yeah you can't leave you can't whatever like yeah do the
1: do the official thing of you're guilty yeah you already know that and you're guilty and then now go die in peace
0: yeah how many how many of them do you think just like kind of fucking like they knew the allies were coming and they just kind of disappeared into the woodwork
1: Probably a bunch
0: Yeah It's probably fucking thousands and thousands and thousands of them and they probably fucking went on to live regular lives Got married, had kids, some of them moved to the United States or wherever they fucking moved out of Germany There's probably yeah not now, I meant no, no, at no, the no. time.
1: I'm assuming at the time there was, I'm going to say three mindsets. This is my speculation. Without knowing any of this fucking history, mm-hmm. I'm going to say there's three mindsets. One is hardcore believe in being a Nazi, think they were right the whole time, fought till the end. Mm-hmm. Two was the person you just talked about, like, was kind of forced into it, doesn't want to die, going to go forget what I can forget. And disappear, and then live the rest. And then there are the people who were forced into it, realize they fucked up, can't live with themselves, and then they off themselves before they were able to be killed mm. by someone else.
0: Oh, I bet you that was Hitler. He offed himself.
1: Yeah, but I don't think Hitler offed himself because not, yeah, he be- felt guilty about no what he, he did.
0: He offed himself because he knew he was going to get killed.
1: Yeah, like he was, he didn't uh, want to answer to somebody or no, you know what I mean.
0: Uh, yeah, he knew he was going to be. But I,
1: I I would imagine there's a huge subset of. Those teenagers who got roped into something that wouldn't be able to live with themselves. So yeah, once they knew it was over,
0: like once they knew the Allies were coming, it was just like, okay, go, f-
1: I, yeah, can't can't do it. Thank can't God do. this is over. I'm gonna end my life too. Yeah,
0: fucking tragic, right? How many how many fucking young men and women get like just pulled into a group that that changes a the trajectory of their entire fucking life? You know, I, I mean, it's like you think about like. Um with gangs in inner cities, yeah, you know it's just like or like you look at like in afghanistan and in like even South Africa they they'll go to fucking villages and they'll steal kids when they're little kids, yep you know, and they'll like they'll make them kill their own family members, yeah, and it's like so many people just get just get fucking uh I don't know what word I'm looking for. They just, like, they, their lives get hijacked before they even have a chance to, to figure out, you know, who they could be, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I feel like that's probably what happened to a lot of these young men and women that were from Nazi Germany that were like, Hitler came into power. They're just fucking farmers doing their thing. You know, and all of a sudden, it's like, "Oh, we need you." Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like. So, what would it what would it feel like? Let's just say you found out that your grandfather, who's maybe great grandfather, found out your great grandfather was a a prison guard at a, at a Nazi concentration camp, and you you never knew that. Like he he was one of the ones that melted into the woodwork and then defected from Germany and he went to here and there and ended up in the United States and then started having kids, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and now it's your great grandfather and you've only known him as like, you know, pop pop, right, and and then and then all of a sudden like you see his name on a list or some shit, like. That'd
1: just be fucking the craziest shit. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, it's a hypothetical that I can't imagine. Uh, yeah. I don't. I never met any of my great-grandparents that I can no. recall. Or I take that back. Maybe I met one. My great-grandma, Vivi. I don't know. It's been a long time. But, yeah, I guess with my great-grandparents, not knowing them, I didn't have that relationship. And so it's it's hard for me to even speculate. <laughs> If it was like my actual grandparents, like just for the sake of this hypothetical. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Would you feel at all like somehow like not responsible for what they did, but but like responsible for um making a more positive impact because like your your lineage came from this place? I I've I've heard stories where people have found out that like their ancestors, their great grandfathers were slave owners, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, um, and they realize like, uh, like they're wealthy and their only reason they're wealthy is because their great grandfathers were slave owners and the money got passed down through the family. And it's like, that would be a, a real fucking predicament. To be in, mm-hmm. you know, to because it's like, would the would the money be tainted? All of a sudden, would would your your wealth that's been passed down through your family be tainted? Would you would or or would it be like, like that wasn't me, you know, right? You know, but at the same time, it's like there are a lot of people out there that were given a lot of opportunities because their ancestors were that, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's 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 such a tricky thing to like is there an an atonement for our lineage for our ancestors
1: um well money is one thing i don't think any of them anyone so i don't think if your grandparent great-grandparent was a nazi if your grandparents great-grand well it'd be even further than that maybe but yeah if your uh ancestry were slave owners like you that you have no choice in that you didn't make those decisions you that that's just it is what it is it's there's nothing that can change on that right you had zero impact on that you're a byproduct of that but there you don't get to choose that byproduct right like you're just you are you so i don't think there should be any guilt there at all um with the money side of things it just, there's a point there right if you're more well-off because of what they did, it wasn't you, true, but you're benefiting from them. I think as long as you're trying to do something positive with what, like, you were given or have, Mm -hmm. like, I don't expect you to give away all of your money and everything that five generations had, I guess is my point. Just because, like, okay, that's what a hundred and something years, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: I don't know when the last is. I don't think it's been that fucking long, honestly. Um, (laughs) long pause. Long pause. So you know why this long pause exists? Google. No, because fucking Bill Arbogast isn't here doing his job. <laughs> we haven't talked about him in a while. We have not. You know why? Because he's I <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to say the word. I'm not even going to say it. Bill, you know what I'm going to say. God damn it. Excuse my, excuse my cursing. I'm the, I don't usually curse very much on here, but I, I'm just so upset. <laughs> um, okay. So it says slavery lasted in about half of the U.S. until eighteen sixty-five. Okay, so that's uh, one hundred fifty years. Yeah, one hundred sixty years ish. One hundred sixty. One hundred sixty years ago. So that's that's great grandfather time.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Right. So if I mean, if you had money for that, what would you what would you do? What do you mean?
0: If I, if I was like very wealthy, if
1: you were wealthy, mm-hmm. um, cause your great grandfather was a slave owner,
0: it would have to be like my great grandfather would probably have to be like the son of a slave owner, but like well, he yeah. grew up, he grew up, grew with, up with it. Yeah. He grew up with it. That's
1: what I mean. It's so far removed. Like, yeah, it started as this, but then great grandfather managed money or did something with it and presumably switched industries. Grandfather did as well. Dad probably did as well. Yeah, you know, I think that like, like it's hard to it's hard to put a a definitive thing on it. Saying like, like if you inherited ten million dollars and you found out it was because of that, are you gonna what are you gonna do with your ten million dollars? You gonna give it away and start fresh?
0: Well, first off, I would if I'm if I'm the man I am right now. Which I I don't know if I would be well, if I grew up with ten million dollars. It's that's such a hypothetical, too. but I mean I'd like to say that I would probably be someone who if I grew up with that kind of money, I would be doing, I would be doing more philanthropic things with right. it anyway. But let's say I'm not. Let's say I'm just a kid. I grew up with the money. My dad gave me a business and all that stuff, and I'm living my life. And I got married and I got kids and I'm you know happily and all that shit. But it's like it's just kind of like this is my life. It's what it's always been. You know, I go to the Hamptons or whatever the fuck they do. Um, and then I find out like, it's a bombshell kind of thing. Like, uh, there's a, there's a fucking, I don't know, some kind of old documents that get found in, in somebody's attic and somebody died, you know, you know, that
1: business you just inherited from your daddy. He inherited that from his grandpa who inherited from his great grandpa who started it because his great, his grandpa had slaves. Right. Exactly. So
0: in that situation, um, I don't, did take a lot of fucking thought. I mean, I guess it would really depend on like where I lived and where I was in my life, but I would think that, like, I think that, like, we've said on here so many times, it's like, I don't think it's about just, just like handing cash to people. Yeah. Or like, or like giving up everything that you've got because you're not, you're not helping things so much. I think it would be more along the lines of like dedicating more of my life to, to like service and, and giving opportunities, yeah, and that's what know? I mean.
1: I think it just depends what you do, and you're right. Mindset is so different. Like, if you or I, as the men we are right now, someone gave us ten million dollars, mm, cool. I really don't need ten million dollars, right?
0: I wouldn't have. If someone gave me ten million, I wouldn't have ten million at the end of the year.
1: No, I have no. I don't have a need for ten million. Hmm. I mean, it'd be sweet, yeah, but I would probably tailor that down to like three.
0: Oh, easy, easy, yeah.
1: If I had $3 million sitting in a bank account, I'm fucking good. My kids are good. I don't know what <laughs> you to tell you. Got
0: fuck you money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's 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 hard to make that call. But, I, but, yeah, I think if you grew up with it and then you had that bombshell, I just think it's impossible to put the actual number on things with the four uh, generations between it and what they did with it. Like if they used it to build a business, does that whole business now obsolete because of it? Yeah, you know I don't think so. Or, um,
0: it's a, it's like a mindset though. Like you think about, say you're a kid that grew up in a family that's got ten million dollars. So like you grew up with all of the affluence that they have, right? You live in nice neighborhoods. You go to a nice school. You turn sixteen. You get a nice car. You you have everything you could ever really want, right? And and so it's like, and then there's a bombshell situation. Where it's like all of a sudden someone says, "Well, everything you have and grown up with and come to know as like your life is a sham, mm-hmm. everything like like all the shit you've got is all bullshit because of this thing, you know, and it's it's like I can imagine that's a pretty fucking hard pill to swallow for yeah, somebody for that sure. grows up in that situation. It's like, okay." Let's say let's say your um, your dad for your 30th birthday gave you a rifle. And it was his dad's rifle and that was his dad's rifle. You know, and it's like you don't got much. And you don't have a lot to remember from your family cuz you know, you're not super wealthy, but there's this thing that's been passed down from father to son in, in, in your in your family for generation after generation after generation and it's like a very coveted thing. And all of a sudden someone's like, "Oh, by the way, that rifle was used to kill slaves." It's like, "Oh." Mhm. "Well, what the fuck do you do?"
2: Yeah.
0: Take that take that fucking rifle and and melt it down. You're melting down your fucking, your father's childhood, even though he didn't have anything to do with it. Maybe his father's childhood, even though he didn't have anything to do with it, because it was this fucking lineage of this one thing that came back from the 1800s. Right. You know, it's like, it's so fucking hard to like, can you put the imprint of the past on a, on a item? Right. Can you put the imprint of, of the past on a, on
1: a dollar bill? You know, it's like. I could see going back to the dollar bill part. If you grew up in that kind of like just excessive money, I could see someone who's young, you know, being like, "Fuck it, I want nothing to do with this," and just bailing. Yeah, I'm gonna go start fresh here. Like I, they'll probably take you know a mill just to be <laughs> just to be safe. Cup,
0: just yeah, just- yeah.
1: But the excessive stuff, they're like, I'm gonna go over here and disassociate myself.
0: But then are you really though?
1: See, I don't think you're, so. Yeah. If you
0: if you take a mill, you're not. You're still you're still like, eh, I'll take a little bit of that. Yeah, but
1: I'm trying to put my mind myself in a mindset that I'm of a person I'm not.
0: I know. That's impossible to do. It's it's just though like if, I but I, I at the watch, same time that oh go ahead.
1: No, you're sorry, I'm just no, thinking no. I'm watching like T V shows. It's the best thing I can relate to, right? Is okay. the rich person, the rich kid trying to be like, I'm gonna go do it on my own. And they take like the basics, but they're still really nice basics and then they bail.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like the fucking hippies in the sixties. Their parents were super wealthy, and they're like, "We're gonna go live off the land, man." But like, if we need money, we can still call my dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you're not really a yeah, hippie. See, that's, a,
1: that's probably a stereotype that I have for that, but yeah.
0: But it's <laughs> well, there's fucking stereotypes. You stereotypes exist because a lot of them are real because <laughs> we tell each other they are. But no, it is. It's like it's an impossible thing to put yourself in the, in somebody else's shoes other than being a human. Yeah. Like we all know what it means to be a human, you know, whether we're rich or poor, you know, whether we're black or white, whether we're whatever, however we grew up, we all know what it means to be a human. And it's like, that's the only way that we can truly put ourselves in somebody else's shoes. But we get asked to do that every single day of our lives. Mm-hmm. Every single day of our lives, we run into other people and people in our lives that we care about or people that we don't even know, and they get inserted into our lives, and we have to say, can I relate to that person? You know? It's like, last night, I'm sitting in the living room, and we're getting ready to go to bed, and Stephanie goes, the fuck are those kids doing running around those cars out there in the parking lot? And there, there was these kids ducking behind the cars in a 24-hour lot across from our, our house. Yeah, And so I quick, I didn't even throw my shoes on. I went out there, and I walked out the back door, and I went into my driveway, and I just started watching. There's these two girls, and they're, like, ducking behind cars. And I see what they're doing. They're looking at their phone, and they're looking on the other side of the cars. And then I see two more girls, like, down the street looking for them. Like, they're playing hide-and-seek or some shit, Yeah, you know? And it's like, oh, okay. They're not jacking cars. They're not vandalizing their teenagers. It's nine o'clock at night and they're playing fucking teenager hide and seek games out in the street instead of doing it in their backyard because it's more fun, you know, but it's like in that moment I had to assess these people who I don't know who they are. I don't know how they grew up. You know, it's like I can see them kind of a little bit from a ways away so I can make a judgment on how they're dressed or whatever. But it's like, I got to make that call like, what the fuck are they doing? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, and it's like, oh, they're just fucking playing a game. See, you know? I was,
1: but I, I would say that's not a human thing. That's, that's an open-minded thing. You gathered the information before you made a judgment call because how many people would make that snap judgment call before they looked for the other girls, before they looked around and saw the other girls coming, mm-hmm. that those girls are doing something fucked up and then they'd blast it or they'd be calling the police or some shit look at a picture how many times is there a picture of something that pops up in the news and news articles run with it and people share it all over and then it's like well that's one angle and then you turn the other angle like it wasn't there one of i don't know a prince or something like that and it looked like he was giving someone the finger and oh yeah it's all just yeah he was doing the the three what's the new what's the one that just came up the whipping at the border the border agents and the horses with the reins yeah because yep. the angle like it's a fucking horse rein and they're turning their horse like, yeah no one even saw them whip you know what I mean and yeah. so it's just no one takes the time to gather all the information before they make a judgment
0: well and that's what I'm saying <clears throat> about about understanding what it means to be a human you know it's like it's well, then like
1: half this world is fucked
0: duh <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking given it's that's yes yeah, yeah. so so it's it's our job I think as humans to see other people as humans, right. You know, to be able to see somebody for like, there's a reason they're doing what they're doing. You know, there's a reason that they have these faults. There's a reason this kid's got $10 million. There's a reason this kid has $5. Mm -hmm. There's, it's like, it's beyond what you just see. There's way more to it. And I think that's like when we ask the question, how do i how am I supposed to put myself in the shoes of this other person that i it's impossible to know what they're thinking other than they're a human mm-hmm. you know, and so it's like we have these basic things about being human that drive us, you know, and that those things aren't different you know we there are certain needs we have food, shelter, water, that kind of shit, you know it's like connection, and so it's like those things drive our actions. And and so it's like, if you're the 20-year-old that has $10 million because his family gave it to him, and he finds out it came from slave money, what are his needs and what drive his actions? Are his needs the fucking sports car? Right. You know? It's like, what's driving his actions? It's like, he grew up in a family that's had this his entire life, and he's created this lifestyle and this life around who he has become is like, this is his identity. And so like are his needs to maintain his identity because he's, that's like his best friends. He's going to lose all of his best friends because they all have the same identity. He's going to lose his family because it's the only thing he's ever known. So then all of a sudden he's losing love in his mind because, because he's going to reject it because it's tied to this other thing, you know? And so it's like, it's, it's a really fucking complicated thing, but if you take a minute And you open your mind to it, like you just said. It's like, okay, they're just a couple of fucking kids doing hide and seek. So, but when I came out the door, I was fully ready to see some kids vandalizing cars. Mm -hmm. That's when I came out. That's what my mindset was because I only saw them out of the corner of my eye out the window and I didn't even know there were girls. I just knew there was two people running into these, ducking behind these cars. And I just pictured somebody checking door handles, right. you know, <laughs> like looking in with a flashlight, trying to see if there's anything they could steal or something like that. You know, that was my mindset. That's why I, it's like, I went through my back porch and I'm like, should I put on shoes if I got to chase somebody? <laughs> That's what I thought. It's like, if I got to run after somebody and scream at somebody, should I put on shoes? You know, and it's like, I didn't put on the shoes. Mm-hmm. So maybe somewhere inside me, I knew that it wasn't going to be a big deal, but it was like, that was my qu- That was a question I asked myself, you know, and it's like, is that going to slow me down? Are they going to get away? If I put on shoes, can I run in my socks? Probably, you know, That's
1: it's, okay. So two things, yes, two things. First thing, just because I don't want to forget it. Going back to how would you react if you your great grandparent or your grandparent was a Nazi. And I, I had said the same with the slave owner thing was, you can't change where you came from. You don't get a choice in that. So it's not your fault. I think the biggest thing with that is I would maybe feel guilty. Just again, having the relationship with my grandfather I do today for loving someone without knowing their past like so that. Cause you only right. know, you only know so much about them. Yeah. You only know what you know. Um, anyways, going to your thing, is it fucked up of society or is it just the human nature to suddenly go to a mindset of what you went to with those girls? Meaning you instantly went to, you didn't think, oh, what's going on out there? And Casually, you just explained the process of having to run them down or are they vandalizing? Like, Why does everyone's mindset go to that? If someone knocks on your, you know, knocks on your door, is your mindset, oh, who's here, or is it, oh, who's here? You know what I mean. Like, where does the negative mindset come in on just a on those reaction calls? Because I feel like it's out, it's more negative than positive before people know all the information. Does that make sense? What I'm asking, it does make sense.
0: I'm yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm uh, thinking about that. Um,
1: because I'm the same way, and I'll give an example. Um, Sam, I tried calling Sam yesterday when she after she picked up the boys. She called back, and she had a poor connection, and it cut out. I didn't think, oh, she has a poor connection, her phone cut out. I thought, what the fuck just happened? Did she just get in a car accident? Is she okay? And I proceeded to call her three more times. And she wouldn't answer the phone to which my mind kept going. What the fuck? Why isn't she answering her phone? I hope she's okay.
2: Mm
0: hmm.
1: We tend to go to worst case scenario. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. And is that because what, of just society or is it human? Like, I think
0: it might it might be like human. It might be down to like the, our DNA that like if we if we're always expecting the worst, then we're prepared. But if we don't ever expect the worst, if we're always expecting the best, then we're going to get caught unprepared. Yeah, Maybe that's what it boils down to is that fight or flight, that right in that DNA, like like. Uh, um, I was listening to this fucking little podcast. It's funny how that – so this guy's like – he's like, so here's the thing. He's like um, – he did this test about obesity in rats, right? And he's like, there were all these rats, and he fed them all the same exact – feeding regimen and only some of them became obese and so what he did was he took the ones that were obese and the ones that weren't obese and he bred them separately and then he did the same thing over and over and over and he ended up coming up with this um group of rats that were genetically predispositioned to be obese and then this group of rats that were genetically predispositioned to not be obese no matter how much food they were given um And what he was saying was basically like um, our bodies are designed to deal with starvation better than they are designed to deal with abundance. Mm. So it's like, so like we're designed to deal with the worst better than we're designed to deal with the best. So like when we have it good all the fucking time, our bodies get fat and obese and, and break down and go to shit but if our bodies are dealing with starvation and malnutrition like we can deal with that way fucking better and we can bounce back and still be healthy with with less side effects than being obese for 20 years or whatever and so it's like our mindset maybe is that if we automatically think about what's the worst possible scenario here it it allows us to like deal with that better Sure. Long term than than like always it being the best possible scenario. Like we we're and not being caught off guard. Yeah. And being caught off guard. We're not built like that. Um interesting. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say, like, personally, in that situation, there's a group of kids that live in the in my neighborhood that have been known to do some some shit, sure. some vandalizing and sure. stuff like that.
1: And so I kind of expected it to be them. Well, and and this is just, this is maybe me not being able to articulate what I was saying. That's what I mean by, did we turn this way because of society? Did we turn this way because when you turn on the news, you're filled with all the bad news? I think so. I, th- I think we, that's part of it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I do. And I think that definitely feeds into it. I think... I. I pulled it out of my ass a little bit about the whole de- design, <laughs> This is all made up. But. Designed to be, you know, to be thinking about the worst. It makes sense, though. It, it does. And so I think, I do believe, though, that, like, it has something to do with genetics. Like, we're always designed for, for like, the worst case scenario. Like, I, I, I think that's part of it. Um, I don't know why I think so. I just do. And then, obviously, I think that, to your point with, with like, the news and, and like, uh, always knowing when the bad shit's happening and It's like, don't let your kids out at night and shit like that. Like we're, we're designed to be scared too. Yeah. You know, we're, 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 uh, we're built. Our society is a fear based society. And so, you know, when we're, uh, uh, it's like a little extra, you know, it's a little heightened more than, more than the natural side of it. But it's like, if I'm walking down a trail and it's starting to get dark and there's a bush in front of me and something starts fucking rustling in that bush I'm not gonna be like, oh, it's probably something I should go fucking pet. <laughs> it's like It's probably a squirrel. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not thinking that. I'm thinking it's like, what's the worst fucking thing that can come out of that bush yeah. and get me right now? Because if I walk past the bush and it's a squirrel, but I'm expecting a lion, great, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> but if I walk past the bush and it's a lion and I'm expecting a squirrel, I'm fucked. Right. You know. And so right. it's yeah. it's like. That's That's And I think that's the human part That's the part that's like In our genetics That we gotta be ready for that shit You gotta be ready You gotta I'm fucking ready man Give You me. are You're amped right now <laughs> It's this good coffee
1: Coffee um, Speaking of good coffee It's a time. a little break It's time <laughs> Alright we'll be All right, right back
2: it's, it, it,
0: Where else would you keep it? Uh oh I That's the wrong it. headphones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm like, wait, those are different. Those are yeah. I'm like, what is fucking going on?
1: Now I got to sanitize
0: those.
2: Yeah, for the next time we have them.
0: a guest. What the fuck? What do you think I got on my on my head <laughs> that you gotta <laughs> wipe off? It's Jesus. <laughs> Oh. Okay, hello everybody. Hey. Yeah, vibrators on top of dressers, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the things, the U-turns we make, lying in a bush. Now I feel like I have to clarify. <laughs> you absolutely do have to clarify.
1: So if you listen to our last episode, which if you didn't, I'm just giving you a blank stare at the moment. Um, Ike brought in his massage percussion gun, and I had mentioned we also have one. Ike keeps his in the case with it closed. You're saying, and you I put it away it, with when you keep
0: you're, it in. The, yeah, I. It's like I put I put it away because like like we get teenagers and they do dumb shit, and so I could just see like all the yeah. all the attachments <clears throat> and shit getting thrown around the room, and I, I just didn't. didn't and one thing
1: to happen to it, so I put yeah. it away every night. Yeah, and I was saying that ours is a little smaller than Ike's. It's a little more handheld. Well, yours is. Hand, I mean, it's, it's handheld, it's, but it's It's a, it's, it's maybe. Half the size of yours, maybe a little, really? little bit, maybe a little more, two okay. thirds, I'll say. yeah. Um, but we keep ours just on my dresser in the case, but the case is always open. And so <laughs> 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 if someone walked into my bedroom and saw that, I feel like I just have to make it a point to explain <laughs> what it is and what it isn't and what it is not is a <laughs> sexual pleasure device.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine like... You, like, you just walk in, and you're like, the fuck is that? It's like, kind of look around. It's like, hmm, pick it up. Turn <laughs> that fucker on. It's like, brah!
2: It's like, oh, my God, these guys this are is- into some
0: fucked up shit. <laughs> this is speed one? What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, you fucking walk back out, and you just look at them different. It's just like, dude, this fucking, uh-huh. whoa. And that's like, you know, a couple weeks later, you're having a beer, and you're like, so man <laughs> what tell the tell me that? about that fucking thing you got in there like what what's up with that <laughs> oh. oh so my uh when I was a kid um my grandmother uh she got cancer and she was she she was sick and um so they were moving her to another house and um my aunts were cleaning out this house. And it's this house that, that my grandparents had lived in for years and years and years. My, my aunts grew up there. Um, and so, like, all the family outings was always at this house, right? Yeah. And so it's a big house, and it's fucking packed to the gills full of shit. And my aunts are cleaning it out. And they're going to the bathroom. And the in the bathroom, you know, like, you got the the, the bathtub. And then next to the bathtub were these cabinets that were built into the wall but they're the same depth of the bathtub. So they're like 30... Huge. 32 inches. Okay. They're deep, yeah. right? And so they're opening up and they're pulling shit out and they're cleaning stuff. And they came across this box. And I just... I rem- I don't remember why I remember it so... I don't know why I remember it so vividly. But I just remember, like, my aunt's going, what the fuck is this? And it, it looked like really big hair curlers. <laughs> And there were like all kinds of fucking textures and shit. Jesus. And so they're like, go they go into my grandmother's room. And they're like, Mom, what are these fucking big old hair? What is this shit? And she's like, Oh, you found my old vibrator. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my god, my grandmother's got a vibrator. And it's like, I was it was it melted my brain it just and there's two because it's their mom of course yeah. you know it's like you don't want to hear that shit about your mom
1: now come give grandma a hug
0: yeah it's like no no it was uh, um yeah it was it was a moment it was a moment for sure because then it was and back then when i was a kid we're talking 35 years ago maybe a little less when i was probably a little bit older than that maybe 33 years ago something like that it's like uh that shit was not right mainstream no like there is like you could get it anywhere now. Back then, you had to really want it. Yeah. Living in a town of twelve hundred people, yeah, you know that's like keep that shit under. Like you wouldn't want to let anybody know you had it, you know. But it was like uh, uh, anyway, it was fucking hilarious. It was hilarious. It was I like could
1: just like, discreetly have it delivered to your doorstep.
0: Yeah, it's like shows up in a in a unmarked cardboard box. How do?
1: When you're driving down the highway and you see the giant fucking billboard for the adult superstores. Yeah. How do those do people actually go in them? I've been in one. Have you? Yeah. Is it just aisles and aisles of random it's, shit? It's
0: weird. It's fucking weird. It's 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 like it was it's like more of a novelty kind of thing. I was going to
1: say do people go in there for like the party gag gifts or do people is there like people actually like go in there for their own shit?
0: I think all of the above. I think I think that I think that it's like there's the party gag gift people there's the people go in there looking to spice things up a little bit. And then there's like the deviants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the it's, guy who's had a long road trip right now.
0: Yeah. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I've been in the semi for a long yep. time, you know? And then it's like, is there, is like, are you talk, is there a place that's got the back room still <laughs> where you can put your $10 and open up a little window <laughs> and you can <laughs> have a show? They, I think those things still exist, places like oh, that. I've
1: only seen them in a movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, i they were in movies cause they were real.
1: Well, yeah, I understand. You know, that.
0: it's like, so maybe that's more like of a Vegas kind of thing, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's there. It's an interesting store. It's, it's kind of dirty. feeling. I was going
1: to say, when you walk in, you're like, I don't really want to touch much.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like that. Like I, I think I've been in a, they've been in a few different ones. Like they're like, they've got like fancy ones. Like there's this place in LA. That's like a, it's like a, you're walking into a boutique, okay. You know, but it's like then, then like there's ones that are like,
1: yeah, like, like boutique, like, like gross, like you, knew they know what it is and it is what it is? Like I'm, a, I understand that. I'm talking like the side of the highway, no windows, just a right. giant fucking billboard sign.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like a warehouse. Yeah, yeah, no, those are. I've been in one. They're, yeah, it's it's just like I said is there's novelty to it because it's like there's some like funny crazy sure, shit in there. Sure. But then it's like yeah, it's kind of it's kind of gross. Mm. There's something about it where it's like, yeah, you don't really want to touch anything. Yeah. You know, it's like if you're going to spend some money on a device, you know, go go <laughs> <laughs> go someplace where it's like someone someone's like, "Hello." what can I help you with today? Yeah. You know, and it's like, they can just kind of guide you through the process. This it's been
1: some... returned
0: <laughs> <laughs> zero. For... Our, our return policy is, is two weeks. It's like, fuck that. There, no, there better not be any return policy uh, ever. No, just... there's some weird shit out there though. Yeah. fuck. I don't know that I, I watched a, uh um, a documentary ish kind of thing. It was on like, I don't know if it was on vice or something, but it was like this, this factory where they make like humanoid sex dolls. Okay. And it's like people spend thousands and thousands and th- like like 10, 20 grand on this doll that looks like a person, feels like a person in all shape and form.
1: I'm assuming this is mostly a male clientele.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're companion dolls.
1: Like these are female looking. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: But you can design them. By the hair, by the eyes, by the lips, That's by the creepy. skin tone, by the height, by the weight, by everything. You can design it right down to, you know, what kind of pubes you want on it. Everything. It's like
1: anything you can... Hmm. It's, That's kind of messed up. It, I mean, it's... I suppose if you're into that, it's probably nice, but like, can you... Do people like send in a picture? Like, can you make it look like this person? I think
0: so. Like, you can say, these are, these are the, this is what this I'd is like. This is celebrity it I want it to look like. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. Weird. So, when you think about like a place like China and Japan. Yeah. Where the male to female ratio is so fucked. Like, when there's 10 men for every woman.
1: Is that, is that what it is?
0: It's, it's, I don't so, know it's, I mean, but it's, it's bad. It's <clears> like, <throat> there, there's, cause, I think it's especially in China like there you could only have one kid. Right. I think and that if, if changed. It, it, I I think it but changed now. It used, now. To, be, yeah, it used yeah. to be that and you could only have one kid and and the the they didn't want a girl. They wanted boys. Huh. And so it's like if they found out it was a girl, there were people like would like mm, they would do things. Like they only wanted a boy. Huh. And so like there were way way there are way way less females. So it's like if you're a dude Yeah even if you're like a relatively attractive dude that makes a good living it's like the chance of you having a sexual partner in your life over there if say it's like a 10% chance yeah i mean what are you going to do
1: that's true it's that's like valid.
0: you you might go to the extremes just so you have an idea what it might feel like to have a partner
1: <laughs> so prostitution's big in china <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean even then, it's like I bet it's like astronomically expensive.
1: Oh fuck, yeah. If you're in a 10 to 1 ratio, yeah. and you're willing to do that or you enjoy it or whatever the mindset is, you're going to make a fucking bank. Yeah. You can charge whatever you want.
0: Yeah. And and it's like your are yeah, your clientele's only going to be like CEOs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 fucking crazy. It's crazy. So, the industry is is massive. You ever heard of a fleshlight? No. Yeah, see that's a thing for dudes. Flashlight? Flesh. Flesh light. like skin? Yeah, like flesh. So, it's this thing. That, I
1: don't know what the <laughs> fuck we got onto this. I don't care. This so is the knowledge I want to have <laughs> just cuz I like use, useless knowledge. <laughs> so,
0: it's it's a it's a it's like a it's a, they call it a pocket pussy. Okay. You know. So, but it looks like a flashlight. So, so like you, it, you're so supposed to. So you could put it in your cabinet and nobody would know what it was, you know. It but a, but it, is it a big flashlight
1: like yeah, a mag light?
0: It's, it's, it's like this Duluth Trading Company, sorry Duluth Trading Company, that I'm putting you in the same <laughs> same sentence as a flashlight. Okay. it's like this. Okay, with so it's a, a tube. It's a tube with a with an end on it. Okay, you take the cap off and it looks like a vagina. Okay, you know, and it's just like it's like uh, masturbating, but yeah. but with a, a a tool, and so it's like. At first it was like, wow oh, man, why would somebody it was like, wait a minute though? Like, it's basically the same thing as a woman having a vibrator. Sure. And that's very mainstream. Like nobody gives a shit anymore. Right. So why would it be a big deal for a dude to have that? But it's still a stigma. And it's it's funny because a friend of mine who I will not name, we were t- <laughs> we we're all these guys were hanging out one night and he's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> no one problem. Of those. And, and everybody's like, what? Oh my God. You know, and it was like this fodder for a while. And it's like, but really, so, so fucking what? Hmm. It's like, it's totally acceptable for, uh, in our society, for a woman to find ways to pleasure herself. You know, it's very common. And now, but it's like, but for men, it's something's dirty about it.
1: Yeah, that's valid.
0: And so it's like, why?
1: So you just- you just do the thing right in there. They yeah. Like what? Wash it out.
0: Wash it out.
2: How is it? I, hope it I, like I don't
0: know.
1: Sticky. Like, I don't know. I,
0: I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I, um, like in that, in that, uh, documented, the sex doll thing that they yeah. were talking about. Yeah, yeah. They talk about all the men's stuff. Oh Sure. They got, you a know? Bunch of
1: different, whatever.
0: They, they've got VR shit that you can watch a movie and this thing that straps to your waist where you don't have to do anything.
1: That's lazy.
0: It's like, I don't know.
1: You got to build a tricep somehow.
0: <laughs> Go to the fucking gym for that. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I mean, you think about it, it's like, oh, well, it's hands free. Just sit back, <laughs> kick back and relax. And its is, like, I mean, that's technology. I guess you're watching huh? a movie, you know, and it's like, and it, it like works in rhythm with what's happening in the movie you're watching. So you're watching some porn. Yeah. And uh. it's, there's a movie. Um, I don't know. I think it's got uh, uh, um, Jonah Hill in it, and um, I don't know if he dies or something. But there's this. There's this. It's they got all this. Um, they're in these offices and shit. And there's always this one dude. Whenever they go into his office, he's got this thing strapped to him, <laughs> and he's got his headset going on. And it's like, God damn it! I told you to knock when you come in here. So every time they walk in. It is like this space age looking device that wraps around your whole pelvis. Yeah, you know, and it and it's just funny.
1: It's like a big fucking wrestling crotch protector. Yeah, it's like,
0: but it yeah, but except for it's got the tube in the front and it's like, <laughs> and it's motorized and all that shit. But they got some crazy stuff out there for for both sexes, you know. And it's like, and it, it's funny too because have you ever seen like uh, like those like. Those uh, gotcha photos where it's like people who don't know what's in the mirror when they're doing a selfie in the mirror and there's like a, a dildo hanging in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like
1: check your backgrounds, people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't tell that story. Uh oh. <laughs> I can't I can't tell that story. I'll tell you why I can't tell that story afterwards. And it's but it's yeah, I can't tell that one. <laughs> okay. I I I, uh, I think it would um yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. We'll talk afterwards. We'll talk afterwards. It's it's a funny story, but I think it would it would adversely affect somebody's relationship uh, with somebody else. That's fine. It, and they listen, so I'd rather not do that. That's fair. But um, either way, I don't know how the fuck we got on here, but it's it, you got a giant vibrator on top of your dresser. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's how we got here.
2: <laughs>
0: Jesus.
1: But it's not, just mm. to be clear.
0: It's not. It's not.
1: It's not. It's not.
0: Keep those in the drawer.
1: That's right. Yeah. A little privacy. Mm-hmm.
0: Got to have privacy. Um. So anyway, I don't know. We got, you know, fucking sidetracked.
1: Sidetracked. Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was telling you. Before this, we're going to, we have to take a hard left,
0: <laughs> take a hard left. <laughs> yeah. We went right. We're going left. We, we got it.
1: We got to reverse course. Bring it. Um, so I was trying to figure out how much my car is worth mm. on the trade. Yeah. Dude, those online sellers or the online buyers, excuse me, like the Carvanas. Yeah. And uh, the CarMaxes prices are crazy. So, talk. What's what's crazy? Tell me, like what you would sell it privately? Crazy.
0: So you can, you're getting retail prices from Carvana or a dealer?
1: Yeah, not from the dealer. So, um, I'm I was looking to trade in my car for this truck I have on order, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to talk numbers Monday. So I was doing my preliminary research. So I, I went to Kelly Blue Book, and then they give you the range or whatever. Um, that's supposed to be the industry standard. Mm-hmm. And then they offer a thing called an instant cash offer where any dealer will accept this instant cash offer. So you could technically, any dealer that accepts Kelly Blue Book offers will give you this amount, like guaranteed, mm-hmm. uh, assuming the condition is what you say it is, right? And then there's there's obviously things like CarMax and Carvana and Vroom where you put the information online and they give you an offer and half of them will just come pick it up. Like Carvana will literally just come pick up your car. In fact, my sister just sold her vehicle to Carvana. Um, so I put in the Kelly blue book and it was higher than I thought it was going to be like, okay, that's good. Then I put it into CarMax and it was like almost two yeah, 1500 more than Kelly blue book. I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Then and the, ke- then the, then the high end Kelly blue book.
1: Yeah. And then I put it into Carvana and it was like two grand more. It's
0: That's like, incredible.
1: It was insane. I'm like, there's no fucking way. This is what you would sell it for privately, or what a dealer would sell it for on a lot. Yeah, exactly. And it, so I, so now I'm sitting here like, okay, fuck.
0: <clears throat>
1: I got ammo with this dealer because mm-hmm. they're not negotiating on sticker prices, right? Right. But essentially, like, if they want my car to sell on a trade-in, they're not going to give me what Carvana wants. So now I'm hoping I can have them discount the price of the truck to make up that difference. And if not, no, no hard feelings. I'll just sell it to Carvana and I'll be two grand ahead.
0: So what is that? How does that work though? Is there a chance if you try to sell it to Carvana, that it, falls through? Like, like what's their, what's their uh, process? Do they send somebody out to look at it, yep. to, to confirm that you said is what it is. Yeah. And then if they come out and they're like, eh, actually I think it's more like uh thousand dollars more than what, you know, it's like well, a it's thousand r- less
1: thousand less. Yeah. yeah. So, Yep. So that's, that was the process with my sister. Someone came out, you you upload pictures and show the odometer and you know visually just still pictures-wise verify the, the state of your car. And then someone comes out and checks it and hands you a check and they flag it, and then a truck comes, finds it, and picks it up and goes in the next day. Um, but according to my sister, and what I've gathered online is, the inspection process isn't that intense, at least with Carvana. Which is a Do little. they drive it? No, really. My sister's like, she came in, she looked at the, the panels, she took a picture, she went in, verified the odometer, took a picture. She was, she's like, she was there for 15 minutes and she was gone.
0: Wow. So, so they're like, they're just doing their job. Yeah. They're, they're not like invested in Carvana. Yeah. They're just like, okay, I got to check off the boxes, and maybe they've got inspectors that are a little more hardcore than others. Right. But like,
1: but from what I understand is places like Carvana and Carmax, since they don't have to pay like commissions to salesmen because you just buy them online oh, as well, sure. like they only make a couple hundred dollars on a vehicle. So if they bought a vehicle for 17,000, they might list it on their website for seventeen five.
0: So they're just dealing in straight volume. They're,
1: they're dealing in straight volume. But they've got to
0: pay a truck to come pick the fucker up.
1: That's what, that's their expenses. They have to pay a truck. Yeah, and then they take it to a facility. They mass detail it with a bunch of the other ones, and then it gets posted online and delivered.
0: See, when when you say shit like that, it makes me think. Well, fuck, man, because like new trucks, they were always expensive. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think new trucks have 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 the inflation has gone up like it has on used trucks. No, it and hasn't. So, and so it's like, if I could take my used truck and get. Top fucking dollar for it. Right. And then go buy a, a new truck. It's like, I got a little bit more of a payment, but I got a brand new fucking truck. Mm-hmm. It's like, why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. You know, it's like,
1: that's. I think the inflation with the new truck totally depends on the dealer and if they have like a, a markup above MSRP.
0: Well, and you don't get like the the rebates. Right. Used to be you get, get a bunch of rebates. Yeah, you don't shit. get the
1: rebates. You don't get the incentives. You don't you, get the. You're basically paying sticker you're paying sticker again some places will try and charge you more than sticker because of low inventory but Mm -hmm. i wouldn't go to a dealership that does that
0: yeah they're held to a little different standard yeah unless they're unless it's a used car right because if it's a used car they do whatever the fuck they want with it yeah
1: but that's awesome and i take good care of my vehicles and so i'm happy with it but that same token i'm like fuck if that's the inspection process do you really want to buy from Carvana?
0: right well that's the whole thing where? How do they, like, long-term, how does that company survive with that kind of business model? I don't know. It seems like it's a pretty fucked way of doing things. And, and maybe somebody, some fucking CEO is getting really fucking rich yeah. off of a, f- a very basic not. Well, I think s-
1: it's a publicly traded company. Okay. So, so I'm wondering if they just need to meet numbers so investors keep investing and that's where the money comes from.
0: Isn't our economy so fucked?
1: I don't even... Yeah, I don't understand how it works, but...
0: Like, how many businesses in our economy exist just to lose money? Oh, plenty. Like, it's so fucking crazy. And here, like, everybody like us, middle class, we're just, like, trying to figure out what we need to do to get by. And, and, and all these other companies are like, they make so much fucking money doing one thing that they got to have something that loses so much yeah, money. Yeah, they got
1: to open up a separate business to make sure they lose X amount of dollars.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's so fucking crazy. Like the Pandora Papers. I don't know. What's that? You didn't hear about the Pandora Papers? No. Ooh. Um, this uh, leaked uh, um, documents came out um, from a... Uh, Foreign country that operates shell companies. Um, that uh, uh, So, all these millionaires and billionaires, that out, they have all their money invested in offshore shell companies. Okay. It basically listed a shitload of people around the world that have all these offshore shell companies and properties invested so they can ev- evade taxes and
1: shell companies, meaning.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an empty shell. Like it, yeah. it doesn't do anything. Not like, like shell, a like
1: name. They're not like gas station. Companies.
0: No, it's a, it's a name. It's just yeah. a name. Like it's a, it's like an eggshell without the fucking egg in it. Sure. You know, it looks like an egg. And so, and so you can fill it full of whatever you want. If you sure. want to hide it, cause it looks like an egg. So that's what it's like. Um, and so there's these like leaders of countries and I don't know what the offhand, the names of the countries are, but these people like um, there's this one guy who's got $100 million invested into properties in Malibu. And he's from like, I don't know, fucking Czechoslovakia or some shit. And he is, his platform for running as a, as the leader of the country is anti-corruption, anti-tax evasion, mm-hmm. anti all of this shit. And yet he's got $100 million worth of properties invested in the United States so he can avoid having to pay taxes and all the shit on the money he's got off the side. And so it exposed a lot of fucking people who were living the life of like the good politician, anti-corruption kind of person. But really, they're just like every other fucking rich son of a bitch that's got money poured into all these different countries. And sure. so one of the big movements that, that have been has been trying to gain steam is to get all these other countries that are tax havens to increase their tor- corporate tax rate to 15% across the board so then the tax havens won't exist and then the countries that are suffering because people aren't paying their taxes um, will will actually be able to get that tax money and reinvest it into the economy and make it right. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ireland used to be a big tax haven and now they committed to doing the 15% corporate tax rate. So Apple... Facebook, Twitter, and maybe Microsoft, their fucking headquarters is in Ireland. Mm. So they can have this. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they can have this place where they can hide, not hide, but they can keep all their money and not pay taxes on it. Interesting. So, So it's like if they go to a 15%, the incentive for them to do that is no longer there. They're sure. probably going to go to the Caymans or some other fucking place, Switzerland.
1: Yeah. U.S. is higher than that, right? It is. Yeah.
0: It is. Um, But it's like, uh, uh, so they'll probably find some other home to put their money. Sure. But it's like, it's going to be a major inconvenience for them because, it, and it will expose all this fucking bullshit. It's like, oh, we're really there because we believe in Ireland. It's like, no, you're not. Right. You're a fucking lion sack of shit. You're there so you don't have to pay taxes on your money. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like I started thinking about that. You get these multi-billion dollar companies, right? And they're and like like fucking Bezos and, and Amazon and shit. And they're paying the amount of taxes a year that you and I pay. Or less. And and it's like our economy is so fucked and we're always printing money and borrowing money just so we can fix our roads and pay for our schools and all that shit. But it's like if everybody was actually paying taxes like we pay taxes, would we be in such a bad economic state? You know, would we would we always be <coughs> arguing every fucking year about do we do we or do we not raise the debt ceiling so we can keep our country running like they're doing right now? Kick the can down the road till the next fucking meeting? Like It's it's such a fuck system and it's all about greed. You know, it's like the people that are making the decisions on whether we do or don't raise the debt ceiling, they're hiding their money. Right. You know, and so it's like, if they all weren't hiding their money, we wouldn't even, I don't know, maybe we wouldn't even be having these conversations, and that would be one less massive fucking, you know, bullshit line item that we got to take care of, and we could do more real shit with the fucking senators and congressmen and their time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what... Bezos pays in taxes.
0: It came out. He paid, like, $15,000 Okay, in, in 2017.
1: What did he pay in 2018?
0: I don't know. That document never yeah, came out. But it was, like, in tw- he made, like, 90-some million. Yeah. And he paid 15000 Yeah. That's crazy. It's fucking bananas. That's
1: bananas. Now, I'd be interested to know what he paid, like, in 2018. Like, if,
0: if he just was it all... It was all write-offs and 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 like uh, losses and and loopholes and shit like that. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like set up where he's gonna pay more next year because okay. he didn't pay much that year. That yeah, that's what I'm. Wondering. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was like, now there
1: is something going around that I disagree with, which is people paying taxes on un uh, what's the word? What's the word? Like on stocks that rose in prices. Like if you have a million dollars in stocks, yep, and over. 2021 it goes to a million and a half. Yeah. I don't think you should pay taxes on that.
0: When you cash it out, you don't think so? No,
1: when you cash it out, yes. But there's something going around about paying taxes on what your portfolio is. Oh,
0: you no. You haven't earned it
1: yet. Cuz it could go down still too. So, okay, so there's one of the loopholes
0: that the rich are using is like so like um say it's it's like it's not about cash on hand, it's about net worth. And so, let's say you got a, a fifty million dollar portfolio, right? Um, but you uh, you just keep investing money, and as long as you're investing it, you don't have to pay taxes on it. You know, you just boom, boom, boom. You're investing it and doing this thing, and it's compounding, and you're making more and more money on but it. But you
1: paid taxes on it before you invested, right?
0: It. But it, let's say you got fifty million, and and over a year's time, your fifty million grew to to sixty five million with good investments. Yeah. Okay. So now you got sixty five million. So you made $15 million on your investments over that year. Um, but all the money you have is either invested into your company or invested into your, your market. So what people are doing is is they'll go to a bank and they'll say, I've got 3,000 shares of Amazon and it's worth $50 million. I want to get a loan for $2 million against those shares that I've got. And so the bank will use the shares as collateral to give someone a $2 million loan, and they will live off of the loan as if it's their spending money. and, But it's actually a loss because it's a loan. It's a debt. So it's not income. And so they don't have to pay taxes on it that way. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like... um And so they can keep doing that without having to pay taxes on any income because they're not, they're never showing income. All their money's always reinvested and they're, but it's reinvested into things that's giving them the ability to get a $2 million loan.
1: But they have to earn money to pay the loan off.
0: Well, they're just making, making the minimum payment or whatever it is.
1: So they're racking up a bunch of debt.
0: Yeah, because it's a loss. And so when they do their taxes they're like, "Well, I'm 2 million dollars in the hole this year cuz I got this loan I got to pay back so I got a negative."
1: Yeah, but as a person or a business, like as a person I can't take out like I don't get to it's a well, take we, out my home loan and say I lost money cuz I have a home loan. I still earn income which I pay off my home loan with.
0: Right, but it's but but like the money that so the say you take out a $300,000 loan for your house, Right, you don't get taxed on the three hundred thousand dollars. Right,
1: but you. But I'm in debt.
0: You're, but yeah, but that's, but you have an asset. Their loan isn't an asset. Their loan is cash. So, so they're they're not like sitting on an asset. They're they're spending it like they're going to restaurants. They're they're living their life. They're buying their kids shit. They buy cars. No, I
1: understand that, but I'm saying they still have to. Like, if you took out a loan for year one for a million dollars and you had to. Like you have to pay back the loan. So you're going to have to have money, AKA income to right. pay off the loan. And then, so you should have to pay income or taxes on the income that you made, even if you had to use that income to pay off the loan.
0: Right. But it's a lot less income than, than the amount of loan that you're getting off of all of your stocks and your bonds and your portfolio.
1: I'm not hundred percent following. No, I'm it's not, fine. I'm it's
0: not fine. no, I'm not explaining it very well. Um, either. I, 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 I read an article on it and I yeah, watched, no. I watched a, listened to a podcast and it's like, I had a pretty good grasp on it and I'm, there's, a, think there's a little is, nuance I'm missing yeah. here, but it's, it's, it's basically, it's a, it's a great way for people with a lot of, a lot of assets as in like bond stocks and stuff yeah. like that to, to still live a very affluent life and not pay very much taxes. Sure. You know, and so they can. They can live a life that that everybody else in the world dreams of living.
1: But they still, if they realize the the, if they if they cash out or sell a share, mm-hmm. and then they you know, if you put a million dollars invested in a share, and then you make half more million dollars, hypothetically you you paid it taxes hypothetically. I don't know the exact code on the million before you invested it. Yep. And then, so you should have to pay taxes on the half million you earned when you take it out, yes, so, but if you never take it out, well then what who then you don't have the money anyways, then you do because you get a loan against it, but if you died and you still have outstanding loans, they're gonna sell your stock well right, but, the, but the
0: value of the stocks is far greater than the loan, so like let's say just with Bezos, he owns fifty one percent of Amazon, yeah. He didn't invest a million dollars in his shares. You know, his shares were, maybe they were 90% and they were like 27 cents a share and they're mm-hmm. his. You know, so it's like now they're $3,500 a share. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like all of that compounding gain he made, he paid he paid taxes on the very beginning of it, which was pennies. Yeah. You know, so his, his wealth is... $168 billion dollars or whatever it is, but he got it for pennies in the beginning. And then it grew over the period of 10 years or 20 years or however yeah. long. And so it's like his initial tax burden to get those shares was very minimal. And then the value of them has grown to $168 billion. What the fuck it is. So he's not, as long as he doesn't take it out, he doesn't have to pay any taxes on that $168 billion. Right. So, He's got 168 billion in value and he can take a loan against that and then he can pay off that loan and yes you got to make the loan payments but let's just say the loan payments equal out to you know $300,000 a year. And then he's got to pay taxes on $300,000 a year as opposed to paying taxes on the $2 million loan that he got, you know, of, as income. And so he's paying a far less tax rate. Than he would be if he was actually selling sure. some shares and and then living off the two million dollars in shares that he sold. Sure, he he's. Only, I understand. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: so, so because he can take a lesser salary to pay off a loan that equated to a bigger salary, his responsibility for taxes is less than if he would have just earned the income. Right. Salary. Gotcha. Yeah. I understand now.
0: And you and you have to be so wealthy to be able to do that. Right. You know, and so it's like once people get into that tax bracket, then they can then they can manipulate what tax bracket they're in. Sure. You know. And so it's like
1: Well, then flat tax would be pretty good.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean I, I still think I Honestly, I don't I don't mind that. I don't either. I I think it would be so much fucking simpler. Yeah, it let's, would. Let's let's do what Italy does. Flat tax. They fucking at the at the end of the year they send you a notice in the mail and it says, this is how much tax you owe. This is where every fucking penny of your taxes is going. And they break it all the way down. You write a check and you fucking mail it back to them. Hmm. That's it. No accountants, no fucking H&R See, block.
1: I, I like that transparency. You know, if we talk and we've mentioned this before, like, I just wish our politicians had to live on the same fucking rules they set for everyone else. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Absolutely. Salaries, insurance, taxes, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Wouldn't it be awesome if you could see like how where we, your money's going? Yeah, you could vote and say, "I, you know, and you know, put my money
1: towards the roads, put my money towards this, put my money towards that." If uh, if a government shuts down, why the fuck we're still paying senators though? We can't pay our We'd debts. We pay them all, but we'll still pay our senators and our congressmen.
0: Fuck yeah! We paid them through all through the pandemic. They
1: didn't do shit. No. They should be the first ones to get their pay cut yeah. or stopped.
0: Or at least say, I'm going to take a salary cut because I know how many fucking people out there don't have a job anymore. Yeah. It's you just- know? So, if back to the Italian model. It's like the whole banking accounting industry would be cut to a third. Like, how many, how many massive accounting firms exist just because of taxes? Yeah. Just because of, like, trying to find the loopholes and everything else. So if you fucking washed all that off, think about that. How much less stress compounded by 350 million people in this country, how much less stress would there be at the end of the year for the whole fucking country? People would be so much happier if you didn't have to think about that how like the uh, fucking happiness scale would be through the roof. People would be like so, in Italy, so nice
1: to each other. So they write a check. So do they not take out any taxes before like the end of the year?
0: They, they might take taxes from your wages as, yeah, as you make okay. them. But at the end of the year, like whatever is left over. Oh, sure. You know, it's like the, the you got to write a check and the taxes are very high in Italy. Okay. They're very high, you know? Um, but it's like, that's one of the things you pay for, to have a, to have things easier and smoother. And I'm not saying there's not corruption and all that shit. There's there's flaws in every system, but that model of you pay your taxes from your wages and all that shit, and at the end of the year, it's like either you owe some or you get a little back.
1: Well, that it, happens now.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but but oh, but like you have to fucking grind through your receipts and your yeah. fucking pay stubs and 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 the stress of like. What if I put in the wrong number? Yeah. You know, it's like, then the IRS is going to come after me and they're going to hammer me. And then let's let's say I owe the IRS $1,000 and I make my return and it comes out. It's like I, I put it on the wrong fucking line and all of a sudden I'm getting $1,200 back. Right. So now I'm $2,200 off, right, of what it should have been. So the IRS comes in and they're like, hey, pal, got to do a little audit here. So for the next week of your life, you're going to have a fucking stress, heart attack every single night or just about, yeah. you know, cause we're going to go through your whole fucking life. Every receipt for the last 10 years, you better have them in a box somewhere because if you don't, you're in trouble. So then you got to dig everything out, pray to fucking God. You can somehow pull together out of your ass, the numbers they need. And if you don't get the fucking numbers they need, then they're going to come down you in a ton of bricks. And then they're like, Oh, by the way, so you got 1200 this year and you should have paid in a thousand. What happened last year? Oh, you got an extra $100 that you shouldn't have got.
1: See, you want to know the key to not having that happen? Make little enough money where a (laughs) standard deduction is all you need.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, but even then, though, like I remember when I was just getting my W-2. Yeah, I know. It's it's still fucking stressful. It is. You know, and then the penalties are fucking huge sometimes. I don't...
1: Yeah, it's just... We're... uh, Everything fucking goes to the government. I don't know why people have to do this themselves.
0: Right. The government knows
1: how much you owe them. Yeah. They know. All this shit gets sent in. Yep. They can have an active tabulation. There's no reason that you have to spend X amount of time to figure it out when they could just literally email you saying, Mm -hmm. here's what we got. Let us know if there's any changes. Done.
0: Right. You need a change of address? (laughs) It's like, it shouldn't be that fucking hard. No shit. The only people that really would need accountants are companies that have employees. Sure. You know, because you got to pay the taxes for your yep. employees. So you do the payroll and all that stuff. That's where the accountants come in. Yep. You know, above and beyond that, as just a regular dude doing a regular job. Yep. Could you imagine how many people would probably prefer doing just a regular fucking job if just they to knew they have didn't to do the tax part. Just to not have to deal with that. Yeah. You know, like it, it's, I think it's astronomical. I think it really would be. It would be. I can see it it would be such a fucking wild difference. So you look at Scandinavian countries, they're always like the happiest countries in the world. Like the general scale of happiness, you know, like joy of living and and quality of life. And it's like, they have the highest taxes, but they have the best fucking living situation that exists. It's like, why is that? It's because they don't have to fucking stress about all the shit that we stress about. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, You probably have less billionaires in Scandinavian countries than you have here. But it's like, but as a general society, people are so much fucking happier. And at the end of the day, why the fuck are we here? Yeah. You know, they do
1: four day work weeks.
0: I don't know, but I want to say,
1: I think, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I just read an article that the four day work week is becoming more popular, like worldwide. It is. But there's a lot of speculation if it would ever come to the U.S.
0: I S I don't know. It's coming to my, my company's a four day work week. Yeah. Yep. We only work four Monday through Thursday. I work five cause on Fridays yeah, I meet with clients stuff, and yeah. do all that shit. But like all my crews, they don't work. They only work four days and they fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. Every weekend's a three day weekend. If we get a rain day, sometimes we put in a little bit of sure. time on a Friday just because it's the nature of our business. But I mean, if we put in four, 10 hour days and everyone like, I would take this over anything else. You know, when you do three day work weeks and it's a 12 hour day. Nah, that's too much. That pushes, it pushes the limit on the, on the, like the last two hours of the day of whether you're actually productive or not. Right. But like the four day work week is, I I love it. I think it's the best. Yeah.
1: See, I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. It'd be nice.
0: And you wouldn't be able to apply it to every situation. No, of course. You know, like obviously like teachers, it's a five days.
1: Well, that's assuming school didn't get switched over to four days.
0: Well, that's true. Yeah. I suppose like all that, all that shit, you know, maybe like service industry, still you could do it four days. I don't know. Maybe you could apply it to every. Yeah.
1: If someone's a four day work week, might be a Thursday through Sunday. Right. Yeah.
0: But it's only four days. Right. Yeah. No, I think it'd be, I think it'd be a good thing. I do. And I, and I think that I would, I would gladly pay higher taxes than I already pay if my health care was taken care of, if I didn't have to stress about fucking accountants and shit. Mm -hmm. If, like I knew that like all of our public service people, teachers, fucking policemen, firemen, EMTs, if they all got paid well, I, I wouldn't bother me one bit. Sure. You know, not at all. And it's like, and then if I wanted to, I could work harder and make more money. Yep.
1: Cause that's what you do. Yeah. You, know? you have the option to, yeah. but your basics are taken care of. Yeah. That's, I'm actually, I'm not opposed to universal healthcare either at all. Um, understanding what it is if it's as effective that's the biggest thing i don't know like one of the benefits of our health industry right now is the innovation and progress yeah like u.s is a leader in new practices or better practices Mm -hmm. and so that's the only thing that i would be concerned with is and of course that's driven by money. Mhm. Um you know if that would go away if there's suddenly a stagnant push to better medical practices. But I do not think at any point someone should be without health insurance. Like that like are we, aren't we like the only country that doesn't have it? I don't like think ma- we're the, like we're the, 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 the major like yeah, first I, world country. Yeah,
0: I think we're we're yeah. I I don't know the answer to that, but I I, this, I feel like this probably there's some truth to that.
1: The selfish part of me. The greedy part of me. The
0: capitalist, the dirty capitalist part of you?
1: No, the pure greedy part of oh, me. okay. Individual greed would... Like, if my employer no longer had to pay health benefits or health insurance, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you should just add that onto my salary. The money you're saving. Because I have to pay higher taxes now. <laughs> no? You're not onto that? Well... Like if an employer benefit, like could, because well, I but, see it as a package.
0: Well, see, now I guess the 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 piece where you where you really got to ask is like, so if the employer doesn't have to pay those benefits, where are they coming from? Then they got to come from somewhere. So it's yeah. like it's like um, everybody's paying higher taxes. So right. your your business taxes are higher, your individual taxes are higher. So at the end of the day, everybody's paying more. Your employer's still paying more. Or or that money that they are putting towards you, they're
1: still paying more that that money in higher taxes to go to the healthcare. So, yeah, but so if my tax rate increases five percent for universal healthcare, let's yep. just say as a hypothetical, so it goes from whatever it is now fifteen percent to twenty percent. Okay, if my employer is paying for easy number's sake, a thousand dollars a month. Okay, which for is, healthcare, which for healthcare. Which I think is low, actually. Probably pretty low. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's closer to two thousand for a family plan. I don't know. <laughs> I know what I pay, um, and I pay one hundred and fifty dollars or whatever my portion is. Mm-hmm. Like if I no longer have to pay one hundred fifty there, but I'm paying one hundred fifty to two hundred in taxes, and they're getting a, they're no longer paying a thousand a month. I don't know. Like the greedy part of me is just like. Okay, if you're saving a thousand, maybe you're paying now 500 in extra taxes. You should like, you know, swing a boy some cash.
0: My my question is is it are they actually saving it? I don't know. If their costs increase, then and then, then like it's still a wash. Sure. That's you know? true. I got to I got to take I broke the seal man. Oh, okay. Hey, we will take gotta, a quick break. I do want to get back to this though cuz this is an intriguing conversation.
1: It was just me being selfish, man.
0: Selfish capitalist bastard. It's not even capitalist! (laughs) I just like the sound of it. We'll be right back. (laughs) All right. Oh, we're back. Hey, we're back. Okay. And I got the right headphones on.
1: Yeah, you do. So, (laughs) last election, this was talked about a lot, and this is why I brought it up. Um, the, The math didn't add up. The math turned into... From what I researched during the last election when this was talked about.
0: The universal health care.
1: The universal health care. Okay. That the employer paid less and the employee paid more based on taxes. Like the tax, like on a normal 80-20 split where an employer pays 80% of taxes or health care and the employee pays 20%. That's like a normal split. That the tax increase was and this was based on my circumstance, like double what I'm paying monthly right now. That the the amount of taxes doubled. The, so the tax increase I would have received to get universal health care doubled my monthly cost of health care based on what I'm paying privately right now. Okay, in so, so which is saying in your
0: circumstance, the amount of money coming out of your check currently for health care, right, would double going into taxes correct so to, you'd be paying twice as much out of out of your pocket than you are now for universal health care correct
1: okay based on the numbers that were given at the last election all right and the employer and the employer's portion was decreased so my point is being the selfish part of me is that the equitable side of that thing should at least be as close to a wash as possible absolutely like the employer shouldn't save money and the employee shouldn't have to pay more money to get this.
0: No, it should be, the, the cost of it should be spread evenly across Correct. the board
1: for all parties involved. And if that means an increase for the employee, like if 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 the employer's portion of it decreases their amount by $500 and the employee's is $300 and then there's $200 in what was previous cost towards health insurance, yeah, then I think that should be split. Yeah, so, the employee, so the employer can save $100 and the employee can make an extra 100 bucks yeah. on their paycheck.
0: I don't disagree with that at all. That's what
1: I was trying to say through all that conjumbled mess.
0: No, I got it. And, it's, and it, I, I, I'm on board with that yeah. 100%. Just because
1: I could, I could envision a large company, right, mm-hmm. if, the, if the numbers worked out like they worked out in my personal case. Mm-hmm. You know, you have mid-ranged employees making a median salary. That if they're now paying more, but the company it doesn't have to pay a thousand people's insurance at eighty percent, that company might just save themselves twenty grand a month. Like, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and that kind of goes back to holding companies and
0: corporations to the same standard as you hold people. So you want to say that that like a, a like the new laws are like a, a corporation is an entity that has you know they can donate to a presidential campaign as an individual. You know, that's the law. Yeah. So it's like, then the motherfuckers ought to be treated like an individual too, you know? So sure. it's, it's like, there, there ought to be that same equitable share in in the investment of the universal healthcare. Sure. You know, and I, and here's the thing. Like, I feel like if like there wasn't, like the backdoor fuckery that happens with Congress and with Senate and, and like when they're making laws and tweaking things, I think that so many more people would be on board with universal health care, even if it meant paying more taxes, because going back to the, the universal happiness of your population, it's like if you could, if you could monetize the amount of stress reduction in, in the country's populace just by being able to say, when I'm sick, I can get help. Right. <clears throat> it would be astronomical. It would be way more money than what people are paying in extra taxes. How much money do people pay in therapy? How much money do people pay to like for stress relief? How much people, money do people pay to alleviate all the stress that our life brings on us. You know, it's like how much, it's like when somebody gets sick, let's just say my, my mom, she's got cancer and it's like, she's, she's getting treatment and she's trying to figure out how she can do it without it like breaking the bank Mm -hmm. and like, you know, how much is is insurance going to cover and how much is it going to cost me to do this? And it's like, what, I might have to skip some treatments. I might have to do this. And it's like, okay, so that's fucking crazy making, right. right? It's so fucking hard to sit through that. And it's like, and then you think about how that ripples out with her husband, with with my brothers and sisters, all the family that's got to be miles away going, okay, what can I do? Mom's got to get her treatment. If she can't afford it. Do I got to fly out there? Do I got to do this? Do I go to this? And it's like all these fucking things, It's it all compounds. yeah. And so it's like, if people were less had less opportunities for stress and the stresses we had to think about was is that a fucking lion in the bush is like that's all we had to worry about and that kind of i mean obviously it's not all we have to worry about but it's like our quality of life would be so much better you know we we wouldn't i don't think we'd have the fucking wars and shit we have if it wasn't like all these extra stressors for us to be like, how can I make another buck? Cause I'm just going to cost me $10 more when my kid breaks his arm. You know, it's like people go into bankruptcy and it wrecks their fucking lives for years because they get into a car accident. Right. You know, something completely out of their control. It's um, yeah, it's a, it's a system that like is, is so like not geared towards like people's health emotional, True. physical, anything. We're we're not trying to make people healthier in this country. No. You know, we're not trying to give people opportunities for for like a more fulfilled life. We're trying to make money, you know, and I think to your point it's like well, if I'm going to be paying more in taxes for me to be happier, I better get mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not That's saying, the selfish part of me. It is, and and I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that like that like if there was a way, and I think there is, to to actually apply universal healthcare, it would it would fucking it would change the world. For our, it would change our world. Now Canada has their fucking problems. And they've got universal healthcare. You know, it's like but they're way fucking happier people. Yeah. They're way fucking nicer.
1: <laughs> There's got to be a way. Yeah. To, literally like are we still the richest country in the world? I mean, we're I fucking think so. in debt yeah. out our eyeballs, so maybe yeah. not. But.
0: I think we are. I think it's us and then China. China's China's creeping up there, though.
1: With everything that is going positive for the United States of America, there has to be a way while not uh, incurring the negatives, the negative arguments that you hear. So the negative arguments you hear as well, then all the hospitals have to do a standard rate, so therefore... Um, Doctors will be making less money, therefore there's less incentive to be doctors, and the shortage of doctors. That's one of the arguments I've heard. Um, wait times or availability to get it, just walk into a place. That's yep. another thing I've heard. I haven't done research on if that's a factor. Now, there's just arguments I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, the innovation thing. That's another one I've yep. heard. And so, but again, we are who we are as a country. We can fucking figure it out if we wanted to.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. If we wanted to. Think about how many hospitals and clinics out there exist and and like they're not full. Right. You know, they're not jammed to the fucking gills. And it's like, yeah, there's a lot of people out there not getting treatment that would if um if it was a free universal health care. But it's like we would probably just build some more fucking hospitals and clinics. And and maybe doctors wouldn't make as much money but maybe their fucking school wouldn't cost them three hundred thousand dollars or some shit another you know it's it's like it's like there there are ways around it and and honestly i think like most doctors my my niece is is studying to be a doctor and it is a fucking grueling process yeah and it's like it is not like joyful and pleasurable you're fucking when you when they got to do their uh what's it fucking called when they shadow a doctor for like a fucking year or some shit like they're getting loans so they can live to shadow a doctor clinicals so they can shadow a doctor to so they can get their degree
1: yeah dude internships and shit like that, you have to pay the school to go work for free. Right.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why the
1: fuck am I paying a school to go work for free? Right. I had to, I had to pay a semester. I had to do an internship for, my, for college to graduate. For a whole semester, for a total of 12 credits worth of classes, which I didn't talk to anybody for, I had to pay 12 credits a whole semester to go work for $0. Yep. That's ass backwards.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So... If you go to be a doctor, you gotta wanna fucking help people. Yeah. Like like there's a reason you're doing what you're doing. It's not obviously, yeah, you wanna make money because doctors make good money. But fucking A, to, to put yourself through all that is like there's gotta be more motivation than just money. You know, so it's like if if it if it was easier to like it was financially less burdensome to become a doctor but you made less money in the long run Mm -hmm. but you had a more fulfilled life i think there would still be plenty of people who would want to be doctors i think there's a lot of people out there that would love to be a fucking doctor but just can't afford it sure you know and so it's like if those people had opportunities to become medical doctors fuck you know you think about like all the all the little fucking kids out there whose whose parents like can't afford to put them in in school because they've got medical bills. How many of them exist? Fucking probably millions. Mm-hmm. You know, there's millions of people out there that can't afford to go to school to get an education to become more fulfilled um because of medical bills alone. Let alone all the other bullshit we got to deal with. You know, it's like I look at my grandparents in Texas and it, like my grandfather's been in and out of the hospital and they've had to pay out the fucking wazoo for medical bills so they've saved their entire fucking life saved their entire life for their retirement and all their fucking retirement money is going to goddamn hospital they say two-thirds of all the money you will ever spend at a hospital comes in the last 10 years of your life that makes sense ever and so it's like
1: hospital or a like an assisted care nursing home or something yeah
0: yeah that medical care yeah yeah it's it's all gets spent at that last bit. You know, and it's like.
1: So you work your entire life so that you can survive the last 10.
0: Right, exactly. Like, how fucked is that? Yeah. You know, so it's like, we need to fix that shit. Like, if we want to fucking, if we want to be the bastion of hope among fucking humanity, you know, like, we look back at like, what's it say at the Statue of Liberty? Bring us your sick, bring us your poor, bring us your un... On whatever it is. It's like, there's a big phrase.
1: Oh, is there? Yeah. I was going to say, that sounds like a Bible quote to me.
0: No, it's like, uh, no, oh, let me bill fucking bills. Not here. Oh, so let me, bitch. uh, let me look it up.
1: Slight pause.
0: Okay. Says, give me your tired, your poor, your, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send the homeless tempest toss to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Huh. So basically that was a message to the world that said, we're here. We want to, we're here to help. You know, you want to come find your future. You want to come find your opportunity. Come to us. You know, come come land on our fucking shore. You know, that's what we were built on was yep. that fucking message, you know. And it's like, if that's really who we are, you know, if that's really... Because that's what the fucking flag stands for. That's what our country was built on, supposedly. It's like, is that ideal?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, that's really who we are, then why, not, why, why aren't we doing it? Well, because... Because then we might have to suffer a little more to, to make it happen. You know? How how idealist are you really, Kyle
1: Crosby? Not very, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's, it's a fucking... I don't
1: know. Suffer a little more. Hey, tell you what. We won't make you listeners suffer anymore. <laughs> Dude. Rough. I'm just kidding. Much love, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> no, we love y'all. Absolutely do. Yeah, Thanks this for, is good stuff. This is. It's a good place to end. We did some philosophical little stuff, man.
0: We we did. We felicified. <laughs> hey.
1: The engagement with you listeners is one way, so let us know what you think.
0: Oh, snap. Call them out again. How many times are we going to do this before somebody actually does something other than puts up a hand emoji? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that like the extent so far? Yep. I sent
1: one email. (laughs) You sent an email to our our email.
0: Yeah, I sent an email to our email.
1: Hey, we do have an email if you're interested. Yep. It's kyle.ike.conversation at gmail. I know it's long, but gmail's free, so get what... Don't worry about and it. And it's a
0: fucking link. Nobody has to type that shit in. Anyway. Yeah, I know.
1: I make it where you can just literally copy and yeah. paste it. Your thing. Just, just done. Easy. Check, easy check peasy. the details. All right. Thanks, everybody. Hey, man. Yeah. Have a good week. Thanks for tuning in. Much love. Yeah. And, uh,
0: you too, Mr. Kyle Crosby. Yeah. So glad we do this. Same. It's this a highlight of my Saturday or Sunday or whatever day. Whatever do. day we're
1: doing it. So. Yeah. All right. Appreciate Take you. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.